A good evening. Uh, do not attempt to adjust your radio. There is nothing wrong. We have taken control as to bring you this special show. Uh, we will return it to you as soon as you are grooving. A uh, welcome to station WEFUNK, better known as We Funk. Or deeper still, the Mothership Connection, home of the extraterrestrial brothers, dealers of funky music, P-Funk, Uncut Funk, The Bomb. Coming to you directly from the Mothership, top of the chopping Milky Way, 500,000 kilowatts of P-Funk power. So kick back, dig, while we do it to you in your eardrums. Oh me, I'm known as Lollipop Man, alias the long-haired sucker. My motto is... Now this is what I want y'all to do. If you got faults, defects, or shortcomings, you know, like arthritis, rheumatism, or migraines, whatever part of your body it is, I want you to lay it on your radio. Let the vibes flow through. Funk not only moves, it can remove. Dig? The desired effect is what you get when you improve your interplanetary functionship. Sir Lollipop Man, chocolate-coated freaking habit form. Doing it to you in 3D. So groovy that I dig me. Once upon a time called now. Somebody say, is there funk after death? I say, it's seven up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I dig. Let me put my sunglasses on. That's the law around here. You got to wear your sunglasses so you can feel cool. Gangster lean. <laughs> Y'all should dig my sunroof top. Well, all right. Hey, I was digging on y'all funk for a while. Sound like it got a three on it, though, to me. And I was down south and I heard some funk with some main ingredients like Doobie Brothers, Blue Magic, David Bowie. It was cool. But can you imagine Doobie in your funk? Ho! W-E-F-U-N-K. We funk. Make my funk the be funk. Ho! I want my funk uncut. Oh, make, make my, my funk yeah. the be funk. I want to get funked up. Him. I want the bomb. I want the be funk, y'all. Home of the extraterrestrial brothers.
it funky now.
to begin. We are buddies. And for those of you, it's the Ron Fez show. On a chilly, I would go so far to say, chilly uh, weekday. Ron Bennington, Fez Watley, Chris Stanley, Mustard McDonald. We're all here, the whole gang. Hey, wait a second. That's Davey Mac, not me. You are Mustard. That isn't me. That guy's got like 10 years on me, I think. That guy is... Are you ready for his age? Yeah. 33. Oh, okay. Well, that guy's got six I, months on me. I was just talking to Ope about it. That yeah. is you. That is you without a mom. You are one <laughs> mom away from being mustard. It was mustard in the garbage can with the half-eaten sandwich. Um, Fezzi, you should not really buzz balls on your fellow homeless. <laughs> I am not homeless. I'm just going on the homeless shopping spree next week. You know what? But there's something sincerely great about that. As I think about it, you're like one of those broadcast journalists who shows us what it's like. Uh, yeah. You I, know, when I was a little kid, uh, I must have been like sixth or seventh grade. And at school, there was this paperback book. And it must have been like leftover from like... It must have been done in the 60s. I can't figure out exactly when it was done. And I've never seen it again. But it's one of those things that you they, that you get in school and then you do like a report on. Mm -hmm. And it was called Black Like Me. And a guy kind of uh, put a, some tan on. He was a white guy. He put some tan on and went down south to live like a black person. <laughs> and then reported back to us what it was like to be a black person. And Fezzi, this is you right now, homeless like me. <laughs> I, unfortunately, I don't want to, but I'm going to be embedded with the homeless next week. I love that g gimmick, too, embedded. You're like one of those, you live like them. You, you're with them, and then you report back to the rest of us. Maybe he should live Until in the they catch me and turn <laughs> on me. He could live in the tunnels, too, be a mole person. How long you want to live in the tunnels? I don't want to live in the tunnels at all. You should do a homeless thing all week oh, and yeah. be ready for this. Remember, Same clothes. Real World Season 1, Julie lit, lived with the homeless for a couple of years. Fez can outduel Julie. Fez, Fez is a lot tougher than Julie from Real World Season 1. No, first of all, that girl was unbelievable. Very beautiful girl. I'm not going to put Fez up against any of the season ones. I'll put him anybody against anybody from season five, but none of the season ones. He's not ready for that. Season five. Uh, the you want to start now? Here. No. Start being homeless for this point on? It's freezing outside. It's like 22 degrees. Perfect. Fezzi, how many days do you think you can go as a homeless person? I, I couldn't make one day, Ron. I would I would die out there. What day are we doing this? Thursday? Yeah. Start Monday. Perfect. He I'm sure Fitz has a winter coat. That's all you really need. I would need a winter house. Oh, you know what I'm gonna I give would you die outside. I'm gonna give you socks for your hands. He can use mine. I have them on right now as oh, we speak. Oh, mustard. You have nothing and you're willing to give away your precious treasures. Sure, I look out for my fellow. Just a fellow. Um, here's uh, Keith in San Francisco. Hey, boys. Yeah. Hey, 
I want to nominate Fez right off the bat for the Beanie Cup for being embedded with the homeless next week. I think it's wonderful. Yay! Today's Beanie Cup goes to... Homeless Fez Watley. Yay! Okay, I don't want to be homeless. homeless. I just want to make everyone... Homeless. Do you want to start that. right now? No! Or Monday? How about Monday you come in in your homeless clothes and you make it till Thursday? Fezzy? Living on the streets? Yes. Living on the streets. Getting handouts. You can report back to us. And then when you go out and you get yourself work boots, you're not going to feel like such a sham like you were three years ago. This time, fucking CNN will have to respect you. We could even give Chris Stanley Fez's keys, and, and Chris Stanley gets to use the Fez pad for three days. You ain't sure. Chris? Fuck it, I'll feed the cat. To make sure that Fez doesn't go back to his apartment. You'll get drunk and kill my cat. And Chris takes his wallet, too, except for his serious identification. Call Franklin. We need video of this. I am, no, I am not going to be out on the streets and it's great. freezing cold weather. This is awesome. You'll kill me. I have a heart condition. Perfect. Perfect oh, backstory. That's even better. Well, most of those homeless people have some kind of medical problem. All right, here's what we're going to do. Usually it's just bad toes. Um, Chris, you and Dave are, uh, are in charge of homeless Fez during the daytime. Franklin is in charge of him during nighttime. And if Franklin needs to put the crew together, by all means. Okay. Easy. And then also, uh, let somebody know something's wrong with the hot tub in my bathroom. So have that taken uh, care of. All right. Because I'm fuck. I almost feel homeless right now. We'll get a plumber. Don't worry. Oh, I think we need an engineer. You have a hot tub? <laughs> uh, Justin in California. Hey, morning, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, you know, uh, I did a report on that book way back when. I'm trying to, but as I recall, it was wrote. I believe it was D.W. Griffith. Uh, D.W. Griffith uh, did not write that book. Filmmaker. In like the 30s. <laughs> Even before that. Uh, I don't know. You might check it out. Uh, but you, but you do remember The Black Like Me. Yeah, yeah I, I do. I remember the book. And it really, uh, as I recall, it kind of it kind of was a little bit of a precursor to some of this investigative journalism we saw in the, the 70s and 80s. Cause he really looked at a different social class of blacks and i think uh, whites probably had a chance to look at prior to that book is pretty interesting really. why wouldn't white people have just read a book by a black person why didn't they just uh read like invisible man or something why would they have to say i need a white person to explain to me what it's like to be black <laughs> this is how fucking crazy we are Homeless like me, the Fez Watley story. First of all, the guy, the guy's name is John Howard Griffin. D.W. Griffin did The Birth of a Nation, 1915. Was it that early? Yeah, 1915, Birth of a Nation. Um, here is uh, Paul in New Jersey. Hey, how you guys doing? Yeah. Hey, uh, I think it would be good for, uh, for Fez to live on the streets. It'll probably put his life in perspective. He won't be as depressed. All right, what are the rules here, Fezzy? Same clothes, obviously. Um, do you get any money for food, or do you have to just dig in the trash, uh, Dave style? I think I should get food mm. and hotel. Uh, no. Well, you can't have hotel. That's out. You're homeless. Not, you know, hotel hotelful. He gets the money he earns on the street. I mean, he's allowed to panhandle. You know, just don't get shot like the guy in Times Square yesterday. Do, do yourself a favor and learn a song. 
Yeah. Our guy shot yesterday in Times Square. Times Square, right around here. Yeah, I was walking home from work. All this police tape. And I go, what happened? Uh, scam artist. They were running some scam on tourists. Plainclothes cop says, hey, what's going on? Let me see some ID. The guy starts running. The cop says, well, let me see the ID. Guy takes out a machine pistol. Fires two rounds at the, the cop. a machine pistol. It's like a, it, it, it fires 30 rounds. An but, Uzi. He had a fucking Uzi. Well, they called it a machine pistol. Thank you. And on the on CNN. Thanks. Why is a guy like thinking? that? Why do you need a fucking Uzi to sit and just do the old fucking shell game? I, I don't know. <laughs> you know, the yeah. whole point is if you're going to be a con man, you work without weapons. If not, just put a fucking Uzi up to someone's head and take their wallet <laughs> like an animal. So the cop, uh, the, the guy got only two rounds off at the policeman uh, before the gun jammed, and the cop shot him and killed him. So, good job, I guess, by the cop. But um, I was right outside the Marriott Hotel, and I was walking to Port Authority, and there was police tape all over the place. Plus, didn't you just have a similar story? Yeah, I was just with my parents at the Marriott, the Marquis Theater is there. Marquis. Where I took them to see White Christmas. And then you see you see the police tape, you know, the photo in the post today with this big uh, sign for White Christmas right above it. Oh, so this wasn't when your parents were there? No, no, oh, it was a I week thought, later. Oh, so it's just happened. I see, I see Fez last night. So he says to me, my parents are all excited because when they were here, I took them to White Christmas and there was a shooting. And, you know, they're all, you know, they got their real New York moment, he says to me. <laughs> so, because I see him on my street when he was going to theater practice. So, uh, and I made him late for theater practice, which he was freaking <laughs> out about. I got to go. But uh, I thought it happened when they were here. No, why it happened yesterday. You, why would you make the connection between the two? Because I just had them there like a, like a week before. <sighs> Well, I, right in that spot. In I that, walk in, in that, that spot every day. In that driveway. I guess. I don't understand. I don't get it. Anyway. Could have been them. When there was police tape, this old guy was yelling at the cop because he couldn't get into the Marriott. And the cop's like, this is a homicide scene. You're just going to have to bear with us for a few moments. The old guy rushes under the tape, starts to run because he obviously he had to do something in the hotel. And the guy uh, cuffed him. The policeman cuffed some old, uh, old bastard who just... They should have kept shooting. It's ridiculous. Uh, John, you're on Fez. Hey there, Ronnie B. Yeah. Um, how about this? Well, Fezzi is homeless out on the street. Homeless. How about we have Davey Mac Daddy Donald stay at Fezzi's apartment? Because I don't want the homeless in my home while I'm on the streets. That, say, you're going to change that attitude. I really had the idea, but I had thought Chris Stanley could use a nice break and have three days. Plus, I have a family. I'm not sure I could just move from the Roosevelt Island. You know, let me tell you something, Grapes of Wrath. At the end of this week, you're going to feel so much better about your fellow man. And I bet you end up appreciating your life more. I bet I end up dead. It's below freezing outside. That's why I want Tough. you to... I have to eat. Well, so yes. There's, there's shelters. Go to a soup kitchen. But I also like, can I just give you a smart idea here? Uh-huh. Heating grate. You just lay on one of those subway heating grates and put a piece of plastic over you. It makes a nice little fan. Yeah. You can go into a bank, too. Just fucking wait till someone comes out. Just hang out in the bank. Sleep in there. In next to the ATM That's machine? Oh, hell yeah. That's always a great fucking feeling when you have to step over people to get to your <laughs> ATM. Um, Greg, the trucker, you're on a Fez. Uh, yes, sir, Mr. B. I'm hauling some of the finest uh, refrigerators. I'll take one of them 
boxes off and bring it out there for Fez to sleep in one of those boxes. Um, Fezzy might not be a bad idea for you to get a big box. Now, you got a weekend to get yourself together for Monday night. you got a whole weekend. And then, obviously, when you're working, that's fine. Uh-huh. But I don't want you sleeping in the office at night. We're going to run your ass. Yeah, we, we will make sure he exits the building and does not enter. How and are you going to make sure? I'm going to tell security, especially the lesbo. Take he doesn't like you. And uh, if you make yourself... Uh, she can take me. Uh, a couple of bucks there on the street, sucking cock, whatever you need to do. You can go into a theater at night, sleep in there. Unless, but then the the guy will come along with a fucking stick and just keep hitting you on the on the foot to wake you up. Go to Fifty Third and Third. That's where Didi, Didi Ramon went. Well, no. how, when's he supposed to get there? In '83, <laughs> right? Because now it's PJ Clark's. <laughs> well, maybe uh, go there if you want sliders then. You know what? Can I, give you, on the feet can I give you some fucking advice about PJ Clark's? Stay away from the sliders and go for the real burger. It's so much better than the sliders. I've done both. Sometimes I get sliders before the burger. I'm telling you, the burgers are a million times better than the sliders. I'm amazed with it. All right. I feel like going there right now. Oh, yes. It's Friday. Uh, let me do it. Give me a, a couple minutes to shake the homeless guy and I'll meet you. Right <laughs> But I'm right I, here. I can, can I hear you. Out of all the, the years I've known you, and it's been like three. It's been a lot longer. <laughs> this is the proudest I've ever been of you. For being homeless? No, for seeing what it's like to be homeless. At Christmas, you're, you're showing us how to be Christmassy. You're dealing with your fellow man. It's like Scrooged and Groundhog's Day mixed into one. It's like Groundhog Where Christmas Scrooge. keeps happening over and over? Yeah. Just, Fezzy, stop making it into a negative. It is a negative. Being on the streets isn't a positive. Will you do this? Can I count I on you? I do not want to do this. I know do you don't this. want to do it, but would you look at me? Could you do this? I don't think I can make it. Dude, come on. Just once in your life, go with the bit. You're going to fucking... You're going to show O&A... That they can go out there and get these mustard come latelys, and it's nothing like what they've got right here under their own noses. And let's face it, O&A won't even fucking look at you. They think you're the weird, strange guy <laughs> with, a, with a dumb wig. And you're going to fucking show them. And if Franklin gets good footage, I guarantee you, you could sell this to A&E for a Christmas special. Make sure you get put, uh, footage of you jerking outside, jerking exactly. off outside. Well, maybe not A and E then. Why not? Maybe one of the cable networks. Go, go to S and M. I think this is a bad idea. I haven't even checked with a doctor to see if I can do this. Homeless don't have doctors, brother. Mm-hmm. Just got the bottle. Uh, Garth, Indiana, you're on my Fez. Hey, Fez, I got a little radio psychic here for you. Well, then uh, hold on before out. you give it away. Let me. Radio psychic. Radio psychic. Fezzy, while you're out, buddy, while you're being homeless, Chris Stanley's watching your place. He's going to get reefer madness and put your cat in the oven. Don't worry about that. Uh, Jay, Jay Nevada, you're on Fez. Hey, I want to know if Ratso, I mean, Fezzy, if he dies on the bus on the way back to Florida, will, uh, will Dave bury him? Oh, man. I'm telling you, if fucking, if you piss yourself and then Dave puts you in new clothes and you're right outside Miami and you're dead and Dave's just hugging you, I'm not a dry eye in the fucking house. Fez is walking here. 
You know, I, I saw that film in the theater last year, and during that scene, I just fucking stood up in the theater. I started just started screaming, "No, no, don't tell me Dustin Hoffman's dead." <laughs> Poor John Boy. Oh God, it's a mess. I love seeing these classic films on a big screen. Yeah. I don't even want to see new movies anymore. I just want to see my favorite fucking movies that I never saw on, on the big screen. It's on the big else. screen. It is. It's great. It's fantastic. When I saw Raging Bull, I didn't realize how loud the bull noises were. Fezzy. Yes. You want a warm weekend? Or do you want to start right now? I want a warm weekend. All right. Fezzy starts Monday. Fezzy. 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 I didn't mean to agree to that. This works on so many levels. It's, number one, uh, a chance to say to the homeless, you've got somebody who cares, somebody who's with you, Fez Watley. But I and don't two, care. and for Fez, this is probably more important, a giant fuck you to ONA for not making this completely about Fez and going out and getting these homeless come lately's. Yeah. You're the only holdover, I believe, from the last time out. Yeah, this is not a reunion special next well, week. You're That's the only sure. one alive. <laughs> you are the living one. You make me feel like I fought in World War One. In many ways, you have. <laughs> there is a war going on in your uh, in yourself. I probably can get your free meal at F. H. Riley's uh, Saturday night at the big party. Yeah, he's got. He might as well. He's got today and tomorrow to live it up. Drink up today and tomorrow. And Sunday. And Sunday, because then. It's and over. then Monday, come in in your homeless clothes. Warm it up, too, brother. Yeah, it's true. He should, I'm guessing layers. Yeah, he, layer it up. He should go on like a bit of like he should drink today, uh, tomorrow, and then Sunday like he uh, like a homeless person did, as if they drank, went on binge, and then got fired. Yeah, but you know what? I would cheat. Uh, I would cheat a little bit and carb up all weekend. <laughs> Seriously, carb as much. Body fat. Yeah, body fat this thing up. Because you should be treating this. Uh, oh, and do me a favor. Get a hold of 60 Minutes, the new Good Morning America team, uh, uh, 2020. I want the people out there. I'll try and get my dad to call Stephanopoulos. <laughs> they met one time. Where at? Uh, at St. Benedict's, my dad's high school. Stephanopoulos had a lunch in. My dad was there. Shook his hand. <laughs> nice. All right. So that's done. So I can figure that done. Mm, Greek food. Uh, Colin and Tampa, you're on Fez. Hey, I just wanted to say it sounds exactly like uh, Mel Brooks' Great Life Stinks. But in that movie, uh, you know, Mel Mel tried it out for, I think it was a month, but he found himself a nice crack whore at the end. But You're the only one who up. still cares about Life Stinks. <laughs> Even Mel Brooks hates that movie. Um, let's go over to uh, Brian in Manhattan. Ronnie B., how are you, brother? Good, man. I'm a fireman in Manhattan, right on 29th Street. We're right down the block from the Bellevue Men's Homeless Shelter. Mm-hmm. I will tell you, Fezzi will not last 15 minutes in that place. They will eat him up. It's like Los Isolis Spaceport in there. Get, all right. Um, we've I've got, never seen a more wretched hive of scum and villainy. <laughs> do me a favor. We've got a weekend here. Help make him a shank. He doesn't know how to do it himself. <laughs> That's possible. Yeah, I don't want to get killed in one of these shelters. Do we have a toothbrush? Because someone wants my, sh you know, soup or my cot. I watch enough of those... Um, Lockdown movies on MS uh, shows on MSNBC. Yeah, I, you give me a toothbrush right now, I'll fucking gig it, get Fez a first class shank. I like that you said gig it. That's really fucking <laughs> nice. Um, also, we're gonna cheat a little bit. Let me know where you're gonna be every night. I'll make sure I stop on and drop a ten spot in your hat. Oh, that's nice. Thank you. 
I'm going to have to get a hat. And I'll do a deal like this. <laughs> this is something we should all be doing, <laughs> giving $10 to the homeless. Instead of a hat, would it creep people out if I just had my wig upside down? It would be actually fucking more comfortable than if you wore it on your head. <laughs> we have some hats upstairs. You, we, you don't have to go out and buy hats. See what the weather's like uh, mon starting Monday. Yeah, get that 10-day. Now, the beautiful thing is this, Fez. Unlike the homeless, you've got a job to come into. Yeah, but what kind of condition am I going to be in? No different than you are now. You're going to be smelly, creepy with open source. Exactly like today. Uh, here's CJ in Georgia. You're on a Fez. CJ. It's, uh, the weather is going to be cold, but no rain. It's nice. going to be in your early or uh, your low 30s all, all week. And uh, what about at nighttime? At nighttime, it's going to dip down to the uh, low 20s or, yes. or, 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 high, or high teens. That's when the people die. <laughs> See, this is what you don't understand. Because I do the same thing. When I check the weather report, right. it's just the daylight weather report. Because <laughs> I ain't going to be out in the middle of the night like this homeless idiot. Fast, remember, I was homeless for 19 days. I can give you some pointers. First of all, you have to steal your dad's Lexus. Is that what you had, Alexis? Yeah, I remember I stayed in my dad's car uh, when I uh, ran away at the age of 25 in the, in the Big Apple, stayed in my dad's car in the nighttime. It worked. I, you I you forgot know, to close the sunroof. I guess um, when I was 25, I did something similar. I was oh. out like that. Well, I would have considered it. You know, when I ran away from home, I guess I was just taking my children to the Grand Canyon. Okay, yeah. For 19 days, but... Different experiences. <laughs> That's all right. I can still relate, you know, I mean... I don't think that you can technically run away <laughs> after the age of 15. I think even 16, you're no longer a runaway. You're just a guy out. Yeah, it was embarrassing. It was very much of a ball rocket situation where my brothers would be like, is Dave going to run away again? I was like, okay, future man, I get it. You were taking me to your, to your dad's club <laughs> and buying me food. So I bent one of your brother's hands back. I had to introduce you to Applejack. Someday, every, you're going to lose all your friends and family, and I'm going to be right there to laugh in your face. Bob, I hope you don't mind me saying, but <laughs> your brother's an asshole. Are you offended by that? Um, the Texas coach, Mac Brown, is the first $5 million coach in college football. Is he the best out there today, Fez? Um, I don't think he's the best out there. I don't think he is. I mean, he's, he does. He's got one national championship, but I think and going Urban, for the second. I think Urban Meyer's better. I think Pete Carroll's better. And not after this year, Pete Carroll. Jesus Christ! What did he finish sixth place? Um, yeah, in the in the Pac-10, May, maybe <laughs> not even. Yeah, yeah, they, that's what I mean. In yeah. his fucking division, yeah, they didn't win the Pac-10. No, he's sixth oh, in the Pac-10. They weren't fuck. even top 25 by the time it was oh, done. No. He was like Davey Mac in the Run of Fest Fantasy Division. <laughs> I think Mac Brown is the best coach in the uh, in in college football. Um, he won two. He won back-to-back uh, -back Rose Bowls with Vince Young. But here's the deal: Does he deserve five million dollars? You know, yeah. I know I bust you your guys' balls about this. Do you know how much money Texas makes a year on their football program? One hundred million dollars. Yeah. There's no money for the players <laughs> out of $100 million. And if this was as amateur as they let on, you don't pay a coach $5 million. That's not an amateur sport. 
Right, but again, the, uh, to me, the college players, they have an agreement. They know what they're getting into. If college players but, but decided if, tomorrow we're not playing, then I would rethink my position. But they know what they're doing. They know they can play college, get a free tuition, and possibly make millions in the pros. Possibly, but here's the deal. There's a $100 million being made today. Right. I, off I, of what they're doing. Yeah. Over four years, you're starting to close in on a half a billion dollars that they're fucking making. They can fucking throw some money towards those kids. It's really an embarrassment. And if they said, okay, these are just kids, blah, 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 then pay this guy fucking $150,000 a year. If it's really an amateur sport, mm -hmm. why don't you just live on a on a wealthy person's fucking thing, not super rich? High school coaches should start asking for more. There's a discrepancy between the two levels. Well, high school coaches get paid like teachers. Do fucking college coaches get paid like professors? No. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Um, it looks like today they are going to release Roman Polanski to uh, house arrest. Uh, and I don't understand his ha now, his house in France or someplace in Switzerland. The house in France. He's going to a chalet in France, from but, what I understand. But I don't get this. They could not extradite him from France before, right? He was in France, and that was safekeeping for him. Right. France wasn't going to turn him over to anybody. So why would France turn him over to anybody today? They're not going to. So he just goes back to France. Yeah. And if he happens to want to come back, that's up to him. This is really just a $4 million shakedown. Right. There's nothing else that you would <laughs> call this. happened. Because, first of all, if I was a movie producer... I'd be calling him saying, I got a deal for you. It's two movies. I'll pay you $4 million. So basically, just shoot two movies for me and don't go back right. to Switzerland. It's a good move. It's a, it's a good break for, for Polanski. I'm happy about it. I'm happy that he's not, you know. Anyway, you away. think he goes back? Oh, I don't think he's ever I going back. I think he will. No, and, and I think, think what will happen is, you know, you get a few years down the road, too. He'll get cocky again and start traveling once more. I think the the whole cycle will repeat itself. Well, he's a little old for this whole game, right? He's got to be 70. Mm -hmm. It gets a little embarrassing when your criminals get too old <laughs> to punish. Uh, they got that kid toucher. He's 100 years old. Yeah. A hundred. A hundred fucking years old. And he, he kind of got to go, all right, just let him go be a hundred at his house. <laughs> What do I fucking care? The neighbors are up in arms. Well, he, for what? What is he going to do? What kid can't outrun a hundred-year-old man? Well, he got those two girls when he was like ninety-one. Did you know the difference between being ninety-one and a hundred? David, Mike, come over and look at this for me, because I can't do both. I can't be on the air and fix a mic. That Smucker's list on the Today Show is going to be like a "Have you seen this man?" Do you believe how much better these look without those things on them? Not just right here. This is weak. No. When the weatherman well, does well, the hundred do the hundred year birthdays. Well, weatherman. Um. Uh, now I can't think of his name. Willard Scott, the bald guy on uh, on the on Today first. Show. I'll give that to you. Yeah. Put this on first. Yeah. That's the way to do it. Put this back under. Put this one under. It'd be amazing if anything worked in here. You know who should be homeless is Mars. 
He's home full. I never see him. That would be so great if we just didn't do that joke just a little while ago. <laughs> um, Fezzi, I know that you like to carry Underwood Tony Romo stuff. Sure. She's written a song called Cowboy Casanova. <laughs> and she goes, no, it's not about him. I'd never moralize a guy that did me wrong. I would never give him that much credit. Oh, Carrie, you can't fool us, Carrie. It's Cowboy Casanova. You dated a Dallas Cowboy. She's probably also dated real cowboys. He's, you know, when you really think about it, it's country and western. Mm -hmm. They're all about the cowboys, but not the Dallas Cowboys. Did you just make a weird... Did you just go like this? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Did you hear it? I just wiped out here. Mm -hmm. I think that meant fuck you to me. <laughs> if it was about... It was... <laughs> If it was about an actual person who who rides horses, call it Rancher Romeo. Nobody, you. Oh, so those guys aren't called cowboys. Why can't you just twist that on? It's not working. Well, there he is, Mars. Well, sometimes we touch things, and God forbid. It's like a Jenga thing. Well, the studio's an eggshell. Mars doesn't even look at us anymore. <laughs> he only writes reports to us at the bosses. The boss always comes to us and goes, you guys have heat with Mars? We're like, no, we've gotten along with Mars for years. He goes, no, I don't know. He gets very upset. Somehow they're Mars's go-betweens. Yeah, I know. Like we have to talk to Mars's agent. Mars's agent. Mars does not want to touch the equipment. <laughs> but he's an engineer. You know, there used to be, before we started radio up here in New York, that if you worked in radio, uh, you couldn't touch the board if you were a broadcaster. You could not adjust your microphone, and you could not move your chair. Because the union jobs, they didn't want to lose them. So you had to go like this. Um, could you send Mars in here? I want to push my chair back about six inches. <laughs> wow. Could you get Mars... Uh, I'm going to tilt back, so could you get Mars to lean this into me? So Couldn't would, touch anything. Would that be annoying, or you would kind of feel like uh, an emperor? I would fucking love it. <laughs> right, because... Well, first of all, I would love just to have other people working. <laughs> I think I would feel par uh, paralegic. Well, how's that different from now, homeless Harry? That's kind of got a Nero feel to it. Though. A Brazilian Julie here yet? She had serious train problems. She twittered how uh, her train is now just stopped dead. That was 15 minutes ago. Where's she coming in from? A story in New York. Uh, this is not the longest trip in the world. No, I used it's... to get there from 25, uh, no, 20 minutes when I was in Astoria. But that's just me. That's just Davy Quick Train. Uh, I hate to use the term CPT. But I don't know what else to do. <laughs> we're, we're trying to do a show on Crazy Pussy today. I guess I'll just have to go back to uh, the same thing as always. Crazy Pussy Fez Watley. <laughs> uh, here's uh, Mark in Wyoming. You're on Fez. Whoops, let me try again. Mark, yeah, we got you, buddy? Yeah, Ronnie B. Yeah. Hey, touching on that Carrie Underwood deal. Uh she is one of the biggest hypocrites that has ever walked the earth. 
Wow. She was an FFA. She was, you know, future farmers of America in high school, all this other stuff. She sings country music. And she's also one of the biggest, most outspoken PETA supporters. Uh, oh, yeah. You can't be a farmer and, and, and PETA, right? Right. Uh, Cheyenne Frontier Day is one of the largest outdoor rodeos I've in the been world. there. She turned out of her concert, uh, all the concert sale tickets, everything else had to be refunded because of the rodeo. She wouldn't be involved with anything uh, involving rodeo. Wow, I find this to be one of the more interesting stories I've ever heard. Uh, th that's just wild to me that um, a country and western star would be against rodeo. Yeah, it's, Mark, it's a big, are you, big Mark, are you a cowboy? Rodeo. Yes, I am. Um, and what exactly is a cowboy's life today? What do you guys do every day? Depends on what, if you're a rodeo cowboy or if you're a ranch cowboy. Ranch cowboys are out still, you know, riding horses, fixing fence. Uh, you know, the, the regular cowboy lifestyle, doctoring cattle. I mean, when it's this cold right now in Wyoming, it's 19 below and we've got 40 mile an hour winds. See, I know I'd, I'd have to be like, uh, I'd have to move back and forth. But in the winter, I'd have to be down south. In the summer, I'd have to be up north. Oh, I wish I had that schedule. I can't fight the elements, Mark. Uh, <laughs> hey, it's great to talk to you today, brother. Thank you, sir. Peace. Um, when you look at romantic lifestyles that a man could pick for himself, there's really two that work. You're a sailor, you're a cowboy. Now, that used to be the whole thing about being an American. I need to be out on the sea or I have to be out on the range somewhere. Mm -hmm. But you need to be away from human beings. Unfortunately, now, the American lifestyle is marketing and a cubicle. <laughs> and you and another eight guys sit around all day and try to come up with a logo that will never be used by anybody. <laughs> Cowboy or sailor? You get one pick, Dave. What do you pick? Sailor. You got to live like a sailor at sea. Yes. How come? I love the water. Um, and being a sailor, you could then technically fish, and I love fishing and all yeah, that Yeah, you shit. could technically fish if you're a sailor. So I'm a sailor. Hicks? Oh, definitely cowboy. You're a cowboy. Oh, fuck yeah. It's, I, I, I don't like the water, and I'd rather be in the mountains and fucking and on goddamn prairies. It'd be fantastic. Huh. Uh, Fezzi? Uh, I would go cowboy. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I, the sea... Too much. It, it's you're constantly battling it. It's, it's, it's well. Some days it's calm. Very rarely, Ron. You really got to keep your eyes open. Did you out see there. Watley out in the saddle? <laughs> if anything, Fezzi, you have the look. I'd have my horse. This would this would be it for you. You would be like in a cowboy movie. You'd be the sheep herder. <laughs> and I don't know. Understand why it was, but because sheep are a little more, I guess, docile. The sheep herders were fucking pussies. Remember, like, those guys, they would be just drinking the corner, and a guy would come in, I smell sheep! And they would, they'd be, like, real fucking nervous. And I was like, are you acting like cows? You're so fucking tough that you can whip our asses? And what's to keep you from having sheep and the pistol? I'd be like, I'm one fucking sheep guy who's ready to fucking fill my hand with iron, motherfucker. Don't come in here putting down my animals. It's a job like any other. Right. And even the bartender's giggling. Like, you're a fucking bartender. Why even go out west and be a bartender? You could have been a fucking bartender in Boston, you fucking idiot. Ah, so Dave's the only one who picked the open sea. Yeah, I love it.
I love being out there. I think there's probably something about being from an island, being from a west, you know, Kerry, kind of close to the coast in Ireland. And I think, uh, I don't know, it's probably in the blood, but I've always liked being out on the water. And plus, there's, I feel like it's more interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I feel like we've been there, done that with, uh, with cowboys. Yeah. My brother's a waterman. I think he, he's out on the water just on, on waking hours probably easily. I mean, my, as, yeah. as much as when he's, you know, on land. And you know how much I love, um, you know, that uh, Deadliest Catch show. So that's also probably plays a little part in my sailor thing. You know, I just love to be out there and fucking grabbing nets. And but you've never done anything like this in your life. I go fishing in the summertime. Yeah, but you're fucking. I saw you fishing one time in a drainage ditch with a cane pole. <laughs> The, oh man, I got. I definitely want to get a picture of Earl with a cane pole, just over some fucking ditch down south. Um, here's uh, Rick in Oklahoma. You're on Montefez. Hey, buddies, how you doing? Good. Hey, uh, well, on the Carrie Underwood thing, I was uh, went to college with her here in Oklahoma, and she w- lived the PETA thing so much that she would get humane mousetraps in her house and set them free outside. Now she grew up on a farm, right? No, I mean it's it's country area, but it's not really a farm. Hmm. Uh. So she didn't have cattle and everything, but I mean there were cattle around there. But no, she was always kind of the richy, snobby kind of girl from before she was famous and everything. So uh, I don't I don't want to be cruel here, and I don't like that type of thing when people make these kind of suggestions. But even though she's a very pretty girl, something tells me not good in bed. A little plastic, uh, a little plastic there. She's clunky. Yeah, she uh, was clunky on. She's clunky on stage. Yeah, uh, I actually uh, she dated a couple of my fraternity brothers, and uh, they can verify that. So, what they say about her? Uh, they said it was uh, it was a lot of fun to look at, but not fun to be around. Yeah, dead fuck, dead fuck. Worst thing a woman can be called is a dead fuck. I believe. Second worst thing, Nazi. But first, still dead fuck. And, like, a female fag is probably, you know... No, lesbians are nice. Yeah, you're right. What about bitch? No, that, none of that bothers me. None of that bothers me. And I don't, I don't hate the fucking PETA people, but you can't act like I'm, a, you know, I'm wearing a cowboy hat. For what? You wouldn't even ride a horse if you were <laughs> PETA. Why, so why you got the fucking hat on? Well, they're not allowed to ride horses? No. Oh, my God. PETA's against riding horses... Horses like that. Well, they claim they don't. I don't know what fucking horses like. like I don't give a shit. That'd be like fucking acting like a Volkswagen cares whether you get in it or not. It's a fucking horse. I think a horse probably likes it. I mean, like like people like when a dog sits on their lap. You know, it's it's a kind of a bonding experience for everybody. Yeah, I don't think Peter likes dog shows. Like, they don't. I don't think they like... They don't like when animals have to do something to please humans. They don't like if we act like they're, they're a boss. Now, I don't know this 100%. But I, I hear things about the PETA people. It's strange because we do things to please the animals. I mean, you know, we buy the animals their toys and food and shit like that. Well, an animal doesn't need a toy. That's the other thing. Why would an animal want? What's an animal want? A fucking play the operation game? <laughs> I'm good to this fucking dog. I got him an iPod. So, fuck you. I know what I'm doing here. My sister told me yesterday, she says, I saw something that Skippy, my cat, would love for Christmas. I'm going, Skippy doesn't even know it's Christmas. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Skippy is your cat? Yeah, Skippy is my cat. Yeah, so so what's your sister say? 
She says, I saw something. Like, it's a big secret. She won't tell me. I saw something that Skippy would love for Christmas. Like, I can't tell you because I'm afraid you'll blab to the cat. I do not want to open a gift on Christmas and find out it's not for me. And I'm sitting there opening cat toys. Well. Where I just open, you know, a, a big ball of yarn. <laughs> I think what Skippy would really love for Christmas is a new owner. Skippy, Skippy doesn't know how good she has it. You don't think that, let me ask you this, though. You don't think dogs get happy about stuff? I mean, I know that they don't, they don't have human emotions. But I honestly think I've seen dogs happy when they get something. Absolutely. They look fucking happy. And you're like, well, uh, yes, you are going to get something you like. Yeah. Dogs love toys. I mean, I, I don't know about I'm not a cat They will person. go back to the same toy over and over. Yeah. They just now, get I excited. Know. I don't think they get happy. They, they just get, get wound up. No. My dog, my parents' dog has a, a toy shelf, like a little child. And she'll run over to the toy shelf all happy and pick out one of her favorite toys. And now, play with I, it, one of I, the children. I remember <laughs> when I was a kid, I had this big fucking dog, a Chesapeake Bay Retriever. And we would go everywhere together, right, in the summer. And me and him would go out on these long walks... And then we, uh, I used to have this spot that I used to stop all the time when I was walking with him. It was a nice, shady place in the middle of the woods. Uh, and he would sit next to me, and I swear to God, the dog would be content. <laughs> like, it was almost like, yeah, isn't this the best part of our day? You know what I mean? Like, I was just really ready for him to say, hey, I really like this spot, too. I just really get to chill out here for a while. I think he was content. I think he was. I think he had emotions. Maybe I think he was just tired. Mm -mm. Yeah, but you know, he gets like sleepy dogs get sleepy. Right, easily. but it was like it was like a good kind of tired. Like mm -hmm. this, I know it sounds crazy, but I think he was like glad to be with me. Like I know it, it sounds nuts, but I think like he would rather be doing that with me Absolutely. than doing something else. Like I think he didn't like me just because I gave him things. I honestly think that like we were fucking buddies. I think no you could put any other human in that spot. He would have had no the way. same look. No but way. You don't Including, think he... like, Manson, even. You could sit him next to. I don't... This dog would have bit Manson. I'm not fucking kidding you. This dog could... I'm not even making this up. Because I know people tend to brag about their dogs. But this dog could fucking spot uh, a dangerous person. Right. My, uh... Again, my parents' dog, when I go over to their house for yeah. anything... She is so excited to see me, she pisses on the carpet to this day. She doesn't do it with any other person. So she's I, so happy she could piss. My brothers yeah. come over. So and you, you don't think they get happy at all? No, I think they get excited. I think dogs are excitable creatures. They get wound up. But other people don't get the piss treatment. I, 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 I and I'm sure it. you return the favor to her. But don't you think that I had a bond with the dog? Like the dog knew it was me and enjoyed being with me and... The dog probably knows your scent, yeah. but I don't think it would take the dog long to get that same emotion with a with a, someone they hadn't met before. Wow. Someone who just walked into the house, I'm sure, could win the dog over pretty instantly the same way. Not only that, but if that dog did something wrong and you had to, like, scold it, he'd be sad about it. He was like, I can't believe we had this falling out. <laughs> I couldn't stay mad at the dog. It's hard. I remember, I love this dog so much. I after he died, because I had him like my whole life. He was like my dad's dog before I was born, 
And then I had him till I was like 15 or something. And when that dog died, it was like losing someone in the family, mate. And I said to myself, I'm never going to have another dog like this. This is going to be it for me. And I'll still think about that dog. And I remember being a, a kid when they, would, they told you at school, oh, no, dogs, you know, don't have a soul. I was like... Well, why the hell would I want to go to heaven if I can't have a dog? <laughs> Who am I going to go walking around with and throw sticks and it's going to chase sticks? What kind of person would even say that? The Catholic Church will tell you that animals don't have souls. Uh, come on. Yeah, animals you're don't the worst have... Catholic <laughs> animals don't have souls. And you know nothing about Who it Who is St. Francis of Assisi? Well, why, why was he so special if he fucking led all these animals on a wild goose chase? See, I think people have the emotions and they project them onto the dogs. I'm telling you, this dog had its own emotion. You know me. I'm not going to be lovey-dovey. This dog liked me the way anybody would like their best friend. To yeah. And if I was in a bummed-out mood, that dog would come over and stick his head on my lap, and I could feel him like trying to cheer me up. And I'd be like this. I'd be like, you're right. You're right, buddy. And they all do that. Most dogs know, okay, this person's upset. I'm going to... My dad would Well, always... that just shows you. All dogs do it. No, no, but they, they do it because they're like people. Like, what I'm saying is that that same experience that Ron had, I had, whereas our dogs, all, all the dogs I've ever had, if I was sick, let's say I was down with the cold, the dog would come up on the bed and just sit by my feet. Yeah. That dog loved it when you were sick, right? And, and if if I was just lying down taking a nap, the dog wouldn't necessarily do that. The dog would be like, he's taking a nap. I'm not going to hang out with him. Uh, Ray in Florida, you're on my face. Hey, hey, guys. How you doing? Yeah. I got a pit bull who's the most emotional thing. will just, like, curl up to you and stick his head under your neck just for kisses. And he will actually smile when he's happy. Like, he won't wag his tail. he just sit there, and his lips will just curl up like a human to smile. You think that's what he's doing. It's like seeing. It's like looking up at a cloud and thinking, "Oh, that looks like a sailboat." Here's uh, Miles in Minnesota. Yeah, Susie, man, you're way off base, bro. My dog does the exact same thing when I come home from work. My wife, she gets pissed off because the dog doesn't do it back to her. She only does it to me, bro. You're way off base. Yep. Here's the thing. This dog was a hunting dog, right? And my dad had trained to hunt. And he was a water dog. He, would, he was the type of dog that if you were duck hunting, he'd go out after and, and bring the duck back mm -hmm. and all. So when I was a kid, I'd always take him out, throw the stick, and you know, kind of work him out and all. And then as he got older, he got really, really old by the time I was in my teens. So I had to do these like little fake you know, workouts <laughs> where I just took it real slow and only threw like, the stick like a little bit further away, and he would bring mm -hmm. it back. And we would both try to pretend that he was still young and strong. <laughs> and this whole thing meant a lot to me. And now I hear Watley tell me, I made it all up in my head. It doesn't yeah. exist. You're crazy. Yeah. Just creature of habit. The, I'm sure the dog likes the dogs like to run around. They like to do things. So why wouldn't he just like to do it with me, though? How is that projecting? He did. Trust me. If I would over You're your the one house, who would do it with him. If I took a time machine and went and was all excited to throw the stick, he, he, he probably wouldn't do it with the same enthusiasm if he would do it at all. Dogs know who their, who their friends are. No question about it. And I don't know why, like, scientists can't, you know, figure out how we can scope their brains or possibly how we can get them to, to even communicate better.
Because dogs it's have not. human emotions. Uh, here's Steve in Long Island. You're on Hey, guys. Uh, Ronnie, I have two dogs. I have a Pitbull Lab and I have a Weimaraner. My Weimaraner is a female. Does not let my wife let her out at night. Doesn't like her to do that at all. My male dog will go out, but when she calls him in, he basically gives it a finger. If I call him in, he comes right in. They were both my dogs before I got married. So, I don't know, but they both smile. I've seen them both smile, too. So, Fezzi, you're wrong, man. I so, love you. So, Fezzi, your opinion is these dogs, they can be trained to do it, but mm. they don't like to do it. Right. It's just, it's just going through the motions for them. You know, it's like like a horse likes to go and run. A dog likes to go and run. You know, and run around and fetch and do things. It's just what they do. It's like they have to do it to burn off energy or whatever. Don't you think Then how animals? come they want to spend quiet time with you? Yeah. How would this dog know where our spot was? Right. <laughs> we take a nice long walk. We find our spot. Oh. I'd be like... I was probably about uh, nine or ten. I'd take these long walks in the summer with the dog. We'd go exploring, find our spot, smoke one of my dad's cigarettes I'd copped. Dog would be sitting next to me. We'd be the two happiest bastards in the world. Yeah. Yeah, it's just been built into them. No. Dogs like to be around humans. They've been domesticated. <clears throat> you could say the same it's thing. It's part of their habit. Same thing about humans, that stuff is, gets built into us. Doesn't mean that we don't right. feel emotional about it. I mean, we know, okay, I have to take a shit. I'm going to go over the toilet. We have instincts like that. Doesn't mean that we don't ha have thoughts about it. Here's David in South Carolina. You're on the first. Hey, guys. How's it going? Yeah. Um... They have cadaver dogs that actually go into a really, really deep funk after they get off a job. You know, after they find human remains, they get into this really deep funk. Um, and for days and days, that these dogs just mope around are really depressed. Maybe they're just tired from doing their job that they've been trained for. Oh, Fez. Why are you so sure about this, Fez? You come in here every day, you're not sure about things. Why you got to be sure about ruining everybody's childhood? It hurts. Hurts me to think I didn't have a connection. I'm telling with... you, the dog had emotions. I believe he you. He would be happy. He would be sad. And the loyalty factor was unbelievable. He'd be he I, even more. They they can get they can get embarrassed. I'm telling you right now. They do something stupid. They'll hide. I felt better being with the dog. The dog felt better with being with me. Period. You can't get around that. The dog enjoyed hanging out with me. You're putting that on the dog. You're giving that dog that emotional responsibility. Why would I? Because you enjoyed hanging out with the dog. Of course you would want to think it's mutual. But I'm going to try to tell you something. You know me. I'm not particularly even fond of dogs. I just see them as animal. I'm saying there's one dog. And you don't do it with other animals. Like, I mean, people get fish all the time. I don't think anyone deludes themselves to thinking, when I enter the room, that fish in the fishbowl is happy to see me. Or no. a person with a bird. I mean, we know, we have scientific evidence that dogs have the minds of three to four-year-olds. Right. You have a cat, right, Fez? Yes. Why did you get a cat? Because uh, listeners thought if I had someone else in my life to take care of, it would help me not focus so much on my own problems. Help me get out of my head. And you and that cat have no emotional connection at all. There's nothing between you and the cat. No. No, I don't think there's an emotional thing. So in your thing, 
it's no different than a chair? I mean, yeah. I mean, here's an example. I take the cat to the kennel when I go to Florida. I'll be mm-hmm. taking. I took her for Thanksgiving. I'll be taking her there in another week. She's just as happy. She's the same cat with the kennel people. I see her with them. She's the same when they hold her. Well, she doesn't like you. She has an emotional response. It's one of... She doesn't hate me. Of dislike. She doesn't dislike me. She's she's the same cat no matter who she's with. I think that cat knows you and doesn't approve of you. I agree. Why wouldn't she approve of me? Same reason I don't. Certain choices. You try to ruin everybody's childhood. And choices in lifestyle, perhaps. What's next, Fez? Ice cream doesn't taste good? I made that up. But it does. Thank you, Dave. <laughs> Thank this you. So upsetting. I had a dog. My my dog Lucy. Okay. It's she stupid she, name. That, yeah, because he had the red hair. I did actually name it after Lucille Ball. You you what should. She would chase. You ought to name your balls Lucy. You fucking freak show. I, we got to take a break. Well, the dog died. And it was it was a very right. difficult Stop moment. Stop making for me. this about you. Oh, you know, if you look around, you see a fucking thing that says shrink. Then start fucking acting like that. I could give two shits. The dog's dead. I'm glad my we got dog's the happy dead ending. too. You want to hear? Want to know the saddest fucking thing? Yeah. My dog, my dad buried that dog in our backyard in his own hunt in his own hunting jacket. Oh. And his nice. old hunting jacket that's for nice. nice. Did they? Did they make a? A cross? No. Dude, I cross. couldn't even... I was like 14 or 15. I couldn't even look at this situation. Yeah. I, I mean, when you see, um, like, uh, your dad, who you're not used to being emotional, feeling emotional about something, forget about it. Yeah, I couldn't look when Lucy... And now I got fucking Fez coming in here saying that I made the whole thing up. Uh, you're Tyler Durden when it comes to the dog talk. You're, you're that's it. You're just, you're, you're, you're imagining everything. I guess I am. I guess I didn't even have a dog. Yeah. It's me and my imagination walking around all dog day. Dog club. It was me and a steak. That's the way Watley's <laughs> is. All he sees is that I fucking wasted meat. Same thing. Well, I'm just now going to pray that Notre Dame never gets a winning season. <sighs> New coach. He's going to do big things. Yeah. Way to take the time to look around, see the best fucking person to get. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Take a little time. Well, the... The other people were just stoops in Urban Meyer. We're just not going to do it. Take a little time. How can you figure out something in a week? Yeah. What's your hurry? Uh, this season's fucking destroyed already. This guy was saying he uh, he wasn't even sure if he was going to his bowl game with Cincinnati. Sometimes well, they don't do that. I, yeah. d- I doubt yeah. he will. I doubt it. Because, you know, he's not wanted there anymore. Yeah, kids don't want to be hearing this. And let's face it, they them. don't care. Only to kids is this supposed to be for, like, the enjoyment of it. Th- these coaches, it's their job. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. It's their job. All right, we're going to take a break here. We get back. Brazilian Julie is going to tell us the problem with men. We're going to learn a lot. And hopefully we're going to be able to teach her a few things. Uh Run show. You know, she just wanted the bitches I got set up. I got mail over her most of beach, and I rent this little place for Simone over in Compton, where you staying. Mm-hmm. And about four blocks away, I got this young 19-year-old country girl named Sharonda. I found her on the bus stop two days out of Georgia, barefoot country as a chicken coop. Took her to my place in Compton, told her to Hollywood. 
Yeah, buddy. It's the Ron and Fez show. Ron Bennington, homeless Fez Watley. Planning on Monday, you start homeless for a week. We're all real uh, proud of you. Of course, Chris Tanley, the new orphan, and Mustard Dave McDonald. Yeah, it's an all-star team. All right, the lovely Brazilian Julie is here with us. Hello, Julie. Got to turn the mic on. Hi, Julie. Hi, Mr. May. <laughs> um, we have been following you on Twitter, and it seems like you've been going through a traumatic period. Yes, yes, I have. I have. Um, yeah, um, I would say, I think it's an accumu accumu accumulation of mm -hmm. things. I don't think it's just boy problems. I don't mm -hmm. want to like lay it down to that, but that that's the one I want to talk about. Today. So you've got a, a bunch of different problems. Now when uh, we last saw you, you were living with a guy, right? Yes. For a while? Yes. What what went wrong there? Um, nothing. I mean, you know, I think the relationship just sort of ended. It it's, just it's kind of petered out. out. Yeah. yeah. Petered out. Uh, whose decision? Yours or his? Um, mutual, I think, but more, mostly mine. Alright, who moved out? Uh, he moved out because he was living in my house. Alright, he moved out uh, with you so then you're back on the track you're fresh and out there were you feeling good about it uh pretty good yeah feeling good pretty about great. dating <laughs> yeah pretty great uh and then you met uh a young gentleman yes i did and yes, I did. what took place there uh well we met through a mutual friend of ours who is actually a friend who i very much trust when it comes to meeting new people mm -hmm. he's connected me to very new awesome people and this guy we met at a very strange situation it was a little bit after my breakup and I was still kind of upset about it as well as other things and I it was a weird situation I don't know we just kind of met and you know he you know asked me out and I didn't think he liked me I, you know he's a really hot guy mm -hmm. so I thought it was like you know it, it's, I don't really like get high caliber <laughs> I'm, right. You know, I don't really shoot for the stars. So this one was kind of like a shoot. So what was it about this guy that was so high caliber? Um, everything. I mean, I don't want to say like everything. He was amazing. Mm -hmm. um, he's hot, number one. Just, right. you know, visually appealing. Like a 10. For, for a girl, he, he was a 10. All right. So um, really good looking guy. Yeah. Comes from a good background. Yes. Amazing family. Amazing, amazing, amazing job. Mm -hmm. You know, great apartment. I know you don't want to give away too much. Just write down the kind of job that he had. Oh, so yeah. I'll, I'll be able to know in the back of my mind what we're looking at here. So great apartment, great family. I'm going to ma imagine educated everything about him. Of mm, and what field? Uh, movies. Mm, okay. Anything that we would know? Um, possibly yes, actually. Okay, so we're talking older than you. Uh, only a year or two. Okay, so a young guy, but he's making things happen. He's yeah. got a glamorous job, great background. You're with him, and it feels terrific. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't like we were like going out or anything like that. It mm -hmm. wasn't serious. We went on a few dates. Um, but it was going really well, in in my opinion, at least from my perspective. Like I, I was being called back. I get, mm -hmm. I got sweet text messages, the whole nine, you know. Like, yeah. Um, you know, being taken out to dinner, being cooked dinner. Mm. Like these are things that he was have doing never all the right really things. Yeah. He was doing all the right things yeah. of the dream boyfriend. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and so you know when, uh, I mean, the final day that we saw each other, um, he was 
going to work and he he works a lot i mean you saw that job so it's a really yeah. busy job and so i was okay with that i like that actually because i i was kind of tired of having somebody around me all the time so that was a new experience and i asked him you know like he was going away and i was like oh great you know that's awesome you know maybe when you come back we can hang out again yeah. see each other again that'd be great and he went away it was a little bit before thanksgiving so i knew everything was going to be a little busy for those next few weeks you know mm -hmm. visiting families and all that kind of stuff so i didn't assume we were going to see each other for a while but then after thanksgiving everybody's back home and i'm like getting ready to go out with my friends and i give him a call and i send him a text message like hey you want to go out and do stuff i never heard anything back. No, and i'm like okay this is not going well <laughs> and then i um you know it's the modern era and i have a facebook just like everybody and i go on the facebook and then i just see like certain status updates and and uh. changes to the profile and photo <laughs> And then I just sort of like, okay, then I I kind of like lost it at that point in terms of like, it felt like I was at a low point. Like, right. it really felt like a low so point. So you were crushed, not so much because you thought it was something more than what he thought. Yeah. And I guess he still was dating somebody while he was dating you. I don't even know. Like, I didn't really get, I mean, we kind of went into talking about things and that was the weirdest part was being in, a, you know, we would have a conversation like we would have conversations like we already knew each other. It was kind mm -hmm. of weird in that sense. And the, like, I don't really have very many connections with people like that, especially guys kind of like in that <clears throat> world. He didn't like, he's very like, I, I always call them shiny, you know, they, mm -hmm. they walk around New York, they're meatpacking kind of, right. you know, Soho lifestyle. I'm not like that. You know, I, I wish I was, <laughs> then I could fit in well, but, um, it's it's just weird to you know talk to somebody and be able to like relate on their level even if they they come from something completely different. So sex great. Uh yeah, it only happened once. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and this I'm disappointed about. I feel like I didn't give it my all my first time. Oh, uh, see. Yeah. You fucking I fucked up. Yeah, you <laughs> had the opportunity to bring on the A game and and you eased in on the the C or B. I'm really upset about that. Like You should not be. I'm so Why upset not? about that. Because she thought maybe there's going to be something more there. She did not want to show her whole hand in one night. Show the whole hand. I mean, okay, it wasn't that I didn't show the whole hand. I actually did show the whole... I did all the prep work. Mm -hmm. You know, all the prep work. You know, all the waxing, all the smelling good, mm -hmm. everything. So I'm sure my vajay was fine. Good. But... Important stuff. I think I was very tired, and he was too. And he said that he hadn't done anything in a while and i hadn't either so it'd been a while for both of us and you went into it awkward you're both yeah, awkward. it was a little bit it was a little bit was off. it, it magic? was like a monday night right was it the magic <laughs> yeah so i think it was like i would have it, it was just weird you know that is why there needs to be a little longer seduction sometimes in the modern era because you should be like so pumped up of are we going to do it friday we're going to do it. I uh, can't wait. I can't, you know, till you think this is what I've been waiting for this whole time. Because, like, when you ease into it like that, you might as well have been going out for a couple of years and then just throwing one against the wall. And the thing is, it, it had been a few weeks. Like, it had been, I think, three weeks or something like that yeah. of us, like, you know, going back and forth. But it wasn't like we were seeing each other at all or it wasn't like temptation. We were both busy and like, right. we weren't thinking about each other. But don't you, but why would that make you feel like depressed after the fact? Like normally, if you have somebody that you're really into, do you think too tired even plays into it oh, in the early never. stages? Never. It shouldn't. I mean, you're going to wake that shit up. Never. And I feel like that was, 
that was such a that was like a, such a horrible day. Mm-hmm. Other than that, that day that we that we slept together, and I feel bad in terms of like I didn't give it my all, even though I was really trying, and mm-hmm. I felt bad because it only lasted like five to ten minutes. Oh jeez! <laughs> and it wasn't my part. <laughs> that lasted five to ten he just he didn't. Uh... <laughs> He only gave you a quickie, huh? Yeah. Maybe he was embarrassed about that. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Now, Dave, you haven't even made it ten minutes yet, right? You're you're a quick guy. Yeah, I'm about four and a half, five. <laughs> I th- this sounds like a very nice, <laughs> lovely evening. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just five to ten minutes. That's what. That's well, that's wonderful. You know what? Sometimes five to ten minutes is great. Mm-hmm. But I Sometimes. feel like in the in the beginning of things. I don't know. You got to go for it. You got to. You, you want go that outrageous night that you can go back and say, and be like, "Oh my God, why did we end up doing that many times?" I actually hurt now. And there's actually a kicker to this one. Mm-hmm. Um, I I have my history of dating is predominantly Caucasian males. Sure. This was not a Caucasian male. <laughs> oh, and he didn't even fit the stereotype. Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Not any. Not any stereotype. Actually, he was kind of like the Brazilian Julie of that. <laughs> oh, so he was like a mixture thing. Yeah, it was kind of yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I let me say just write down one of his projects. I want to see if I know any of this stuff because now I'm very curious about him. I'm very curious to put this picture together. All right, uh, Fez, you, you're, I'm, I'm not blaming Julia 100%, but uh-huh. I don't know if this was the thing for her, as bad as she's taking it. Oh, I actually do enjoy yeah, that you one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I really that is, yeah, about it. that is something I like. Um, yeah, so that's, that's, that's who no. he's dealing with right now. Um, but, you know, what's weird is, like, I haven't heard anything ever back since, and then, uh, the, the recent Twitters have been about the American Apparel-looking person, and that that actually has been the worst part about it. Uh-huh. Is comparing myself to somebody else. Yeah, don't go read his Twitters and stuff <laughs> no, like I, that. I, That's I, I bad for you. <laughs> I stopped doing that. Um, but it, it that's it's hard to stop something like it that. It really is. Like that, I felt like I hate that the there's so much access to this information. Yeah. Like I feel like it's so tempting to keep going to look at it. Like I, it's. It's there for you, you know? They're putting it out there. Right, that's why I don't feel like it's a form of stalking. Yeah, exactly. Like, they want it out there, or they wouldn't have put it out there. Exactly, right. like, they have I don't think you're doing anything there. wrong. Mm. And and stuff like that. So it, it, I just want to let people know that the person she's talking about is not Franklin. Because it <laughs> seems like it, follow, it follows along. <laughs> yeah. What exactly is he really no, involved like... in a cool thing? A mixture. It's and... what Franklin, I think, would like to be. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Certainly. All right. So, but you're actually crushed by this guy more than the long relationship that petered out. Yes. And I'll, I, I, I've been thinking about this a lot, obviously, in the past few weeks. And I think I'm more upset that I wasn't, at least with my ex, I was given a chance to right. mess up. And with this, I wasn't even given the proper chance to like really, like, really mess up like i i i gave the disclaimer like you know not, not that i like usually are you at the up, point now I, where you think men are awful though no i'm mm. at the point where i think i'm awful and men are men are doing what they do mm-hmm. and i'm not following the right path right now i think i'm i'm i messed up on this one 
and my emotions after I think mm-hmm. were messed up as well. Even though I yeah, think, your twitters have been crazy pussy. Yeah, they have been crazy pussy. But I also think like I have no other outlet. My friends don't want to hear it. Mm. So I can't talk about it. So it's like when I get to the, my computer and I'm at work, which is been hell and i'm sitting there and i'm just alone in that <coughs> silence in that office and I'm like i'm gonna i'm just gonna type out everything my brain is shitting right now because it's well here's the thing it's always weird to see a friend we've known you for what three years yeah. three years uh, or so two years i think all right know? two years a uh, beautiful girl smart girl fun girl living in new york doing all this stuff she's kind of living that dream life everybody would think this is exactly who I want to be if you lived anywhere else. And if she's not happy, what's supposed to happen to regular people? I mean, look at a guy like Dave still wearing the same mustard jacket. After well, it's a sweatshirt. My name is Dave. This isn't... And you brought up another thing. Are you kind of mad at the person mustard. who hooked the two of you up together? No. I'm not mad at him. But he's, he's coming across as a failure. I mean, he's, he's... I would feel guilty if I was him. I wish he... W- I wish that he had the ability to feel guilty about it i don't think that he is feeling guilty about it i don't think it like from my perspective that's how boys are yeah exactly that's how boys are i don't think that he's going to i think he's going to take the side of his friend i think that's what happens and that that's not something i'm not i'm gonna be like oh well you know that's wrong you can't do that to me i'm your friend too so do you lose him in the process though? i'm not gonna lose him i don't think i don't think i'm gonna lose him and i mean I not, not. is he responsible to keep this going he introduced them what other responsibilities do you have to keep them together I mean, what do you want from this guy, Fez? If I introduce two people, then if they have a great life, I get credit. If it doesn't work out, I'm awful. You get the firstborn. All I do is introduce people. What's the big deal? It's no different than if they would have met on a bus. Hmm. But if they got married or something and lived happily ever after, this guy would bring it up constantly. He would take all the credit for it. That would be incorrect as well. That doesn't make any sense. So he's got to admit how how many people we know that have met each other from the radio show of going to the same parties. They have kids and all that really has nothing to do with us. We might be a part of that whole fate, but we're certainly not responsible. I've never thanked you. Julie fucked up. She came in. She was dealing with a guy that she should have said, this is the big time. I'm going to blow his fucking doors in. And she treated him just like he was, like he was hosp, basically, <laughs> like he was no, there, like he was there to be taken. And the weird thing about this is, here's this beautiful, um, uh, gorgeous, bright, exciting girl, acting, in my opinion, like a lonely guy, talking about I didn't get a fair chance, and I, why didn't he? You got to go for it in this world. Mm. Maybe he wasn't the guy. Fuck him. But she was just going by his signals. What she was getting from him. She was moving at the pace she thought he was moving at. And guess what? Something else came up. Somebody else brought on their A-game. Have you seen the pictures of the girl he's with now? All right, let me see a picture of her. I I don't even know if I can access (laughs) I can't. I can't access his, like... Like Facebook page anymore because I, I deleted. Him. Oh, you've been deleted. <laughs> I deleted him actually, which was the most. I'd love to see the new girl though. Ah, oh, she's she's so pretty. She can't be prettier than you. No, impossible. I bet she's ugly. I don't know. I bet she's downright ugly. I think, well, my, my, I guess from my perspective, my taste in women is very different from Uh your taste. Like, I didn't, I never saw myself as something like very beautiful and all that stuff. Like, my image of beauty always came from, you know, 
the popular image of beauty, mm. like an Angelina Jolie or you know something like that, is, is beautiful. Now you're gorgeous, <laughs> but uh, um, I can try to look. <laughs> All right, Fez, you're angry about this. Just hearing this makes you angry. Yes, absolutely. What makes you angry? That I agree that she didn't get a fair shake. There's, no, this... thing, there's no such thing as fair shake. And this guy has, you know, they, there was some of a relationship here. Was it a long-term relationship? No, but that guy has responsibilities. No, he does not have responsibilities. You have responsibilities, you know, m when you get married, you have I, responsibilities. I have a question, though. Yeah. Did he have... A responsibility to at least write me back and say, this bitch, I don't well, like you. Okay, <laughs> to be honest about this, it's the right thing to do that if you're saying, um, okay, I'm moving in a different direction. But all of us in our lives have moved in different directions that all of a sudden we find our focus there. And, all, and before we know it, months have gone by and we're like, oh, you know. Mm. Oh, that's right. I was doing other things. But it it's not a responsibility like this was his child or this was his kid. These were just people dating. It's the whole purpose of being single. This one didn't work out. And I did you guys ever say, we want to take this to the next level? Well, <clears throat> because it was such at a big first initial steps baby step stages yeah. mm -hmm. i was i was doing what fez just said that i was only acting upon the signals that i was receiving because first of all i haven't been in the scene in a while mm -hmm. and then second of all i was putting on a very good game and then i thought you know what you know i don't really need i don't really need to put on a game right now i think i'm doing fine just being me and that was the first time that i was like wow i'm okay you know i i'm trying to just be Right. And it was fun and it was great. And I think what made me upset is that I couldn't continue, like, on that track. On that track. Yeah, I, I understand the disappointment. But I don't know if he's the bad guy here because. Uh, oh, I don't think he's the bad guy. At it, all. Let's look at this. Let's suppose uh, Julie was kind of dating me, kind of dating Fez. Then she meets Dave. Dave's this great guy and a couple weeks passed by. And suddenly they're totally. Focused, and they're like, This is the one. Would you want her then, Dave, to go and have lunch with me? Explain that we wouldn't be together anymore, right? Go have dinner with Fez, explain, yeah. you know, you're just like, Drop Hey, it. that that's the past. I, I don't agree. want you dealing with that anymore. Definitely, uh, I would want to know that it was done. I would totally want that. Mm, interesting, because I would want to know that it was finished because a lot of single relationships kind of end, end like open-ended where you'll email or call every month or so and then yeah maybe we should get together and fuck but you don't say that you'll act like maybe we should get but you both know where you're going yeah well then at a certain point you get that you meet somebody new you meet the dave in your life that email comes it's better you know you might write back and know him but normally you're just going to uh delete one <laughs> This is the Facebook? Yeah, that's the right, girl. I'm going to go over and take a look. Okay. It's pretty small because I, I don't know if you can see the photo, but that's the girl. This is her? Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. I mean... See, now, the, the other way with the, with the unfinished business, it feels... I would hate that feeling of lingering there. Yeah. No, it's Where it's, it's like, even if it's... All right. I see the girl. Uh, she looks like she's done modeling. Mm -hmm. uh, let me see him. <laughs> That's wow. the guy right there. Yeah. 
And it looks like they're into some whole kind of scene. That looks like MoMA that they're at. <laughs> no, they're... It's, it's his place. Oh, my God. That's not real, though, is it, the painting? Um, it, I, it, I don't know. It looks like the it's, same it's painting's possible. done by a very famous painter. Yeah, I know. It, it's possible. All right, let me see. Uh, it's possible. Wow. <laughs> then I want to go out with him. <laughs> I know, right? Um, <laughs> but those two do look like they're into something big now. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm gonna have to friend this guy. <laughs> get, some, get some scraps. <laughs> Holy yeah. shit! Yeah, he wants to friend mustard. How much money does this guy make? Well, I don't think make uh, has to do with it when you're on that level. Uh, I think he fell into it, and these cool jobs are something that you do to stay busy. I see. While you're not running around from one thing to the other, because <laughs> you're you're not if that painting is real. If that's done by that same painter, that b- would be one of the the highest paid you know painters still alive today. Yeah, you don't make that kind of money. That has to be money you come into. And then she looks. Yeah. Yeah, she looks like um, <laughs> model slash model slash actress. I mean, just. To be honest, though, is is there is is why, there? Why does this kill you? It, that we we should be just ripping her? <laughs> no, no, you shouldn't. I That's think, what kills me. You're ten times prettier than her, and I'm being absolutely oh. honest. Oh, Fez, stop it! Stop it! No, it's just being cruel. I. Um, but does his wealth play any part of you? No, feeling not, angry? not really? at all. Not all right. at, zero I'm at all. Period. No, not at all. And that that was the thing. Like, I I'm. The first time I met him, he was wearing like this suit and he's walking in my friend's car and I'm like sitting in the back seat and I'm all I'm, fucked up. No, I'm 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 fucking I'm fine and I'm I'm like listening to the radio but I'm thinking all right, in my she head. She is a uh, international model. I uh, still so I looked her thing up and she is with a big model a- agency. Mhm. Okay. That feels good. Mm. <laughs> that always feels Storks good. the ink. <laughs> Come on. I love you, fans. Love you, but um. And this guy's a ten. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you yeah, know. he is. Yeah, he smells so fucking. I'm just wondering. <laughs> he fucking smells so good. My clothes, I wash them, and they still smell like him. Like that's how good he smells. Like I couldn't even believe it. <laughs> that's got to be brutal when it that re- smell just lingers around. That you I, go home to it. Dave, give me his number because uh, uh, I mean, give me his name. Write it over here and hand it to me because I'm looking him up as we go along. Well, what's your whole feeling on this, Fez? Why are you? Why I think you... Ju- I think Julie was done wrong. I th- I just really think... I think that I think it was a tough situation, but there's plenty to learn from it. But I don't feel like this guy did something horrible to her. I think this is. Kind of part of uh, I think he was life. I think he was rude. I think he was cowardly. I think he was disrespectful. Hmm. And I, they were intimate. That doesn't get you a text back. That doesn't get you an email. A, a ten-second phone call. It's just wrong. He's what? He has a point. A little bit of a point. I'm sorry. Like not not even like nah. No thanks. Later. That would have been great. I would have been like, you know what? That means he's not into me anymore. I can just pick up, move right the fuck on. Mm. And what happened was is that I started lingering in the thought 
of, you know, am I going to get a text message back? Should I wait for a text message? Should I keep checking this Facebook? Should I keep checking this whatever? You get left in limbo. Exactly. Where like, you don't know, where all you can do is let your imagination run run wild. Write down imagine, his name for me, because I'm very curious about this now. Um, imagine the worst, and then, of course, that's what happens. I mean, I did imagine the worst, and I kind of, I, I got the worst, mm -hmm. you know? I, I felt like I, well... I know. mean, he actually uses a middle initial. Yeah. And it looks like even a number behind it? Yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> See, you don't wow. do that unless, you know, you come. So now I'm, I'm interested in his family's money. <laughs> and It's like the bushes. I mean, if you're really as angry as you say... And Fez is angry. What? I'm ready to Tiger Woods this motherfucker. Well, let's. <laughs> Maybe he did it all for the nookie. Um, let's just say I want to be way more angry than I am. Write his age down. Because I don't want to confuse him with his dad. Okay. His dad. <laughs> um, I want to be way more angry, I think, than I am. I think I'm acting way more angry than I should be as well. Well, the, pro the reason you're not is because you're sitting there blaming yourself when I don't think you did anything wrong. Well, then why isn't she with the great guy? Because he's not a great guy. It turns out he's not a great guy. He's a jerk. All this really is, in my opinion, is pretty woman, but with the true ending. <laughs> <laughs> the way it really would have happened. You know what? And you had it's a great so you had a great time with him. You were uh, you were in the fucking high cotton and for he, 5 to 10 minutes. He did not pick me up at the end with that white. No. <laughs> he, did he didn't climb up that thing. The only reason we have the height thing is so at the end he climbs up a fire escape. <laughs> <laughs> God, look at her. Oh yeah. yeah. That is her. Yeah. Mhm. Mm yeah. Yep. Yum. At least I have boobs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I guess those high fashion models don't. Uh, an albino pencil. But don't you think, like, they probably already run around in the same thing? Like, they're the same animal, the same tribe, that whole thing. Yeah, but... I... You ready to fake it? No, not even. Like, I, 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 I kind of used to be part of that circle with this friend of mine that introduced us. Mm -hmm. And he thought I fit in perfectly. I would think that you could go anywhere. Yeah, I mean, I fit in perfectly with them, and I did fit in great. And yes. But why are you... Maybe this shouldn't be a, re a reflection on yourself. It just didn't work out with this one guy. Or maybe these two are just supposed to be together. Maybe they're batshit superficially perfect for each other. But don't leave Julie hanging there, waiting to find out what's going on, where I she think has it, to go f find it herself through investigative reporting. Yeah, but to be honest, I think every guy has done this, and I think every girl has done it. Every girl has done it. I yeah, think I, you've looked back over your past and said, I've done that with, with guys before. And for sure, and I have, and I probably am doing that right now because I'm so concentrated on this, yeah. on this thought. And that's something that upsets me, too. Why am I not going moving out on. or moving on or going to a guy that says hey i want to give you things i want to take you out i want to uh, give you a good life and i'm like oh, i don't know I don't if you're really gonna find like anybody you. like that you know what i'm saying <laughs> you I might find so a guy either. who says i got meth i mean why don't we just why don't we just shoot a little lower here we he's working behind the glass over here <laughs> we can smoke a meth together sure <laughs> He and I can go have shots together. It'd be great. <laughs> Got pills. Um, here's, here's Mike in D.C.
Yeah, um, you know, it's obvious why Fez is so mad. You know, in that TV reality world that he lives in, he thinks anytime two people meet, they should instantly be married. Anything else that happens, it's wrong. Yeah, Fezzi. I mean, you talk about responsibilities, but the whole thing of being single and dating means we don't have responsibilities. Yeah, but there should still be a level of respect where Julie invested some time in this person trying to get to know him and stuff. There should be a, a, a just a, a shred of respect. I'll, I'll give you that, but... It's nothing that deals with responsibilities in the same way of should you say, you know, excuse me to somebody that you bumped into or whatever. Everyone's just going about their life right here. Totally it's not great. that big a deal. They both tried something. Seems like it didn't work. And if you're being honest with yourself, you weren't that crazy about him. You I didn't mean, have great sex the first time. I, it wasn't that it wasn't great. It's that it was kind of it felt like rushed. It didn't, it didn't feel like it was, you know, I, and I, it's not to say like I haven't, you know, first times with some people are a little more awkward than others, especially, mm. you know, leaving relationships and he said he left a relationship too and all this crazy stuff. So it was like, it was a little weird. Oh my God, not that picture. It was what, what picture was that? I just found something. Yeah. It's just a nice little candid picture of. Boy, it's all out there, isn't turning it? Turning the head over the shoulder like, I miss you, Julie. <laughs> So hot. Miss you, honey. You blew Did a good you say so hot? Dreamy. Do you know your mic's on? <laughs> I think you're better off without him. I, I, right now, I think I am better off. Um, I'm like, I'm trying to channel my emotions into something more positive. So. I mean, he kind of, you know, he looks like a guy who cares about fashion, blah, blah, blah. Again, if we were doing the movie... He would be the wrong guy for you that you thought you were with, that you were settling for, and there's the right guy out there for you somewhere. <laughs> that that I actually think is Photoshop Mike, if I'm to be totally honest right now. Well, it's good, because like, he could Photoshop her head like onto like a unicorn. <laughs> Get it, honey? I made this for you. And, and, and then like write a caption that says, you're dreamy, or something like that. Yeah. It's kind of like, um, actually, like I just saw 500 Days of Summer, and it's sort of like the reverse of that. I'm also going to, yeah. Like the guy was way into five days her. Of well, I mean, first of all, you, you, you don't have to, but, you know, if you go back, the reason why I like 500 Days of Summer is like, if you think about that, he, she never acted like, yes, I'm as into that's you right. as you are. And that, that's She never guy. really lied or anything. Like Fez is saying, because you feel something towards someone, they owe that same level back to you. Right. And there's a casualness to modern life that Julie played the game of, and now she feels bad. Like, if you really want to make that, hey, what's going on here? You've got to do that when you're starting to have those feelings. You can't act like, hey, this is all casual, and then get upset if you happen to go into a Starbucks, and there he is with a world-class model. Right. By the way, I'm... I'm going to check with my caca on her modeling agency and just see how, uh, you know, strong this is. The agency popped right up to the top of Google, wow. which makes me feel like, Fuck. and they uh -huh. use the word international. Yeah. So it makes me feel like it's a big agency. And she has that look. 
Look at that. It's yeah. just so fucked. It's so fucked. I mean, talk but about can perfect. I tell you something? Give this girl another 10 years and she's going to look like one of those Upper East Side housewives that, you know, hires some black woman to push her kid. And it's just going to be a nightmare. Did George hair? Give her a grape. Her stomach would explode. <laughs> Why run her down? I don't care for her. <laughs> um, here is Paul. Paul, New Jersey. You're on my Fez. Hey, Julie, I want to ask if this guy uh, wears $3,000 sunglasses and lives in the uh, greater Chicago area making cupcakes. First of all, let me just say this about my caca. Uh, I'm sure there are people, women, that feel the same exact way about him as this. Oh, my God. And yet, in his opinion, he's up front. And when somebody comes back like Fez, they look like a crazy person. Yeah, I, this guy should have been up front with Julie. That's, I think that's all she wanted. Then I, I don't think. He, why right? didn't she set that precedent early on? Listen, here's where our relationship is at. Well, I kind of, I kind of did. I did tell him, you know, I did tell him like meeting him was a very, very interesting experience. I did enjoy his company very much. I was very, very honest and up, up front at first when you know, I think it was our like our final date actually when we slept together before that and we were talking and we were talking about how you know we don't really meet people that you know we connect with like this mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff but it, it was like more weird that we also kind of like always knew each other in a sense like we always had this mutual friend we never met mm -hmm. through him and so you're gonna see this guy again so much in common you're gonna probably, run in yeah, from definitely. some awkward meetings yes and we will like in a month because my friend's uh, birthday is coming up and he's going to throw a birthday party and I have to go. I'm not going to miss my friend's party because you're Good for there. You. Like, that's ridiculous. I'm an adult. I'm not going to be like, ah, scratch your eyes out. Like, it's not, it's not, it's not, it doesn't hurt me that they're together. That's great. If he's happy, that's fine. I'm so happy that he's happy. But it just hurts that I, you know, one second I thought I was there and then one second I was just like gone. Uh, here's Tommy in Brooklyn, your manifest. Hey, Julie. Listen, no disrespect. I'm just wondering. I mean, uh, are you two uh, in two different leagues? I mean, it's, you know, it sounds like he's got a lot of money and stuff. I don't know, you know, you or financially what you do. You, you uh, know, let, let's face something. F. Scott Fitzgerald said this a long time ago. The rich are different. Yeah. And they really, you know, the way that... Uh, we will sometimes talk about ethnic groups or, you know, like black people do the where they may talk differently when white people aren't around. That's how rich people are. Mm. Rich people are going to act one way with us. But then when they're back with their rich friends, they are as tribal as a South Central gang. <laughs> and they really think it's about us. And this is a, so he might think the world of Julie, but think in the back of her he his head, is she going to fit in? Right. Christmas at Palm Beach. Is she going to fit in? You know, where obviously this other, uh, I'm perfect for it. Perfect. <laughs> is that what you wanted, honey? Christmas you, at Palm Beach, are you kidding? You wanted to, you wanted to join the shallow. <laughs> I'm saying you're life. better than so this. So it was about the money then? No, it wasn't about the money. <laughs> it seems like it's about the money. It seems like it's about the money. <laughs> and you're taking that My personal. God, I, I am taking that I personal swear, because I'm a poor I person. I I, sw I swear, I make enough money for myself. 
I don't, I don't ever mm-hmm. ask anybody else for money. I don't even ask my parents for money. I don't mm-hmm. like asking people for money. I would never do that to somebody. Uh, yeah, but there's money and then there's money. Yeah, but I, that wasn't, like, I didn't know that initially coming in until I was told that this was this person's job, that this was this person's life. I didn't, I didn't even, I don't even care for that kind of lifestyle. That's not my lifestyle. Yeah. I live a lifestyle where I'm poor. I do things that poor people do. Right. Uh, but what I'm saying is, the money that we're talking about here, it's and nice. this guy's age, you don't make that kind of money right. to, to do that project. The person that he's working with is an established genius. I see. Okay? So you, what he would bring to that project, and I'm sure that he did other things on it, but his most valuable thing to bring to that project would be money. Because that other person doesn't need guidance in the artistic vision. So there's a money background here. That my only point is, it means raised and looked at the world differently, not better, mm-hmm. not worse, just different, just different. From what I gathered of this person's story, apparently he got to see both sides of the spectrum, which was very interesting because I feel the same way. I, as much as I'm not the richest mm-hmm. person here, I've seen worse poverty than I've lived here. So it's it's. It's just it's just weird in that sense as well that you know I thought that it was fine on that level like I didn't have to worry about being mm-hmm. the the poor girl or the Julia Roberts in this situation I just kind of went into it thinking you're more I'm like fine. you're more like Julia Roberts friend <laughs> who, remember that girl who she actually came back and gave some of the money to but here's the other thing if I was to look at these pictures places in town the clothes that he wears and not been told Julie's backstory. My first thought would be gay. Mm. I'm going to at least say bye. Okay. I'm going to say there's heavy coke going on between him and this other chick. <laughs> this is... That's coke. Fucking... Yeah, this is heavy. This girl doesn't eat. Uh, yeah. Apparently, I asked about that. I asked about that. What I always say? ask about that. He said never. He Liar. said he never did that. But, Mr. B, that boy had abs that I, I've never seen on a human being that he's just cut like the kid well you know cut. why he, he gets that right the, he was cut to like one of his <laughs> gay lovers fucking gets coke in a straw and blows it up his asshole and then like ah and it'll just start and cut the fucking abs oh, I thought it was set ups I'd like to now, work out here, like here's the interesting thing Fez is offended because he thinks of himself as a downtrodden ugly girl Dave is offended because he feels you've left his tribe behind yeah that this, like, a Dave-type person isn't good enough for you anymore. That's right. It hurts. I never, I never No, even, you said I've that, you said know, that. you're I've leaving us that. behind. I would and never. you're going out with this, you're right. the situation, apparently, with the abs. Situation. <laughs> you got abs like situation and Denji. This is why guys like us end up punching Snooki. <laughs> um, Susan in Brooklyn, you're on a fez. Hey, guys. Yeah. I, I was just thinking, it's not necessarily the money itself but that old fantasy that every girl has of being swept away and taken care of so even if you don't necessarily want the money that's still very attractive well the fantasy is based on money it's a it's a fantasy that little girls don't make up they're taught that by their mothers and their aunts and their grandmothers that somewhere out there there is a guy who's going to solve all your problems like a lottery Mm. And you'll fall for him. I would never want that. Uh, I mean, I, I believe my, you. My monetary, mm-hmm. my monetary problems are the last thing that I think about. Like, what's the problem with you? You mental? 
I think I you're think bad shit it's, crazy. It's, 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 I think I'm getting. I'm, 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 I'm fucking getting. There. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fucking getting there. Like I'm being tested on a daily basis. Um, I this job is just it's it fucking drives me crazy. Like I can't I can't I can't do corporate worlds. I just can't do it. And it it's just it killed me. Like that that was the last thing that it was like. Wow, it was something really good I could have had, but now it's gone. It's and you later. thought you could have ran off with this guy, and your job would have been hosting parties for beautiful people. That's it. Yeah. Oh. Right. Superficial. I wanted to be able to just go to the party. Sure. <laughs> there's sure. nothing wrong with that. Sure. Oh, no. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with hobnobbing with the elite, leaving us Joe Average pale lunch buckets you know, on I the ground. Why do you want to kiss people on the cheek from that far away? Just three feet. <laughs> <laughs> it hurts. Oh, so I don't mess up my makeup. <laughs> you, I want you to look at something. This... I want you to look at Fez Watley. <laughs> if you don't get straightened out, that's you in the future. A bad wig, doing a homeless gig. Well, the glasses... Don't, look. Oh, now Fez is trying to make himself look bad. Don't bother. Just sit there, Fez. He suddenly went, oh, I'm gonna, I'll am gonna. i put my glasses on crazy. No, just be yourself. Um, actually, I did think of Fez um, in my thought processes as well. Uh-huh. Because... You know, you're you're kind of in a, a very different kind of lonely place. And I mm. thought of myself as growing older and into that. Because I that's frightening. It it's a little it's a little scary. I'm not gonna say that, you know, but it's a little scary to think of me growing old and older and Did I just alone. get called old? Alone. Yes. No, you are not, old you're, you're now old. You have a white beard, you're homeless <laughs> and but yeah, to her you have to understand that you're old. To you, you're not old because you've been there the whole ride. But to her, you are old, Fez. I mean, you're older. And you're a, a, and a failure. An absolute failure as a person. <laughs> no, not a failure. That's everything. Not a, I, not, not a failure as a person, but in terms of uh, relationships, I don't think that you have done the best at, at, at having you know intimate relationships with people. And I don't want to get... I, well, I haven't had any. Get to a point in my life where... Uh, when I'm we come back, we'll place. talk about that fear. We're going to take a break here. <laughs> Brazilian Julie is with us. Uh, you need to read off one of your funny things, Fez. Sure. Steven. You, you have a lot to do today? Just this one. Then do it later when we're not at such an inappropriate uh, time. Let's go to break. We'll come right back with Brazilian Julie and try to ha have her deal with what her life is going to be is a slow uh, slide into elderly madness like her friend Fez Watley. It's the Run Fez Show. One person in a sea of many little people who are not aware of me. I do my little job and live my little life, eat my little meals. Fast. Miss my little kid and wife And somewhere, maybe someday Maybe somewhere far away I'll find a second little person Who will look at me and say
Trying to make sure Brazilian Julie doesn't become Fez. And the man who doesn't like music is sobbing. Did you see him, Julie? Yeah, I did. It's really sad. Do you want to end up like that when you're an old lady? I'm already like getting emotional. <laughs> that really was very touching. <laughs> We've got a find people for other people that's our job now uh, now dave's crying yeah why are you crying because it's friday i'm still sober <laughs> all right go get a couple pops <laughs> send a man a couple pops couple pops for dave <laughs> what's bothering you fez that's a sad situation the situation <laughs> situation denji denji <laughs> sounds like you're saying dungy your biggest fear in life is to become fez because you're starting to go to work and then home at night. Mm -hmm. You're mm -hmm. growing facial hair. You're wearing a wig. <laughs> There's odd odors. No. After I... orgasms. <laughs> I don't know what that is. That's just nature. Okay, I don't I don't Says, know. Would you and I'm being totally honest here. Mm -hmm. Is one of your biggest fears that Brazilian Julie could end up like you? Are you now the 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 ghost of Christmas future, warning people. No, no, I'm going to be fine. Wait, hold on. This part reminds. Maybe. Maybe somewhere far away. Somewhere, maybe some. Maybe that someone is out there. Maybe somewhere far. At least for you, Julie. I don't think there's someone for Fez. No. There's got to be. I think there's somebody for. What food. about mustard? <laughs> <laughs> the red hair. Are you the only person alive from the last homeless? <laughs> I am. <laughs> I'm the only one left. It's a whole new busload of us. I'm not. I'm not even homeless. Mm. He's the returning champ. <laughs> you know, I have an idea. Sometimes it works out that if you don't go for the brass ring, but just the next level to get yourself straightened out. Have you ever considered maybe even a season or two as a fag hag where you just befriend yeah, somebody like that? Yeah. Somebody who has money, but no idea on how to spend it. <laughs> where they'll waste it. You know what? I really have. On bad Christmas presents or ugly wigs for themselves. <laughs> Maybe some people are saving up for a rainy day. Well, it's raining, motherfucker. <laughs> Put your galoshes on. A hurricane. You're, yeah. You're Maybe tsunami some people time. wish they had it. You're fucking tsunami time. Um, here's uh, Russ. Russ, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, how y'all doing? Yeah. Hey, uh, don't take this wrong there, Julie, but I have worked in strip bars for almost 13 years. Dealing with a lot of women, it's the problem with this guy is that you it's the one you can't have. It's just left in limbo, and you just it's troubling you because you can't have it. Nothing you can do with your sexuality or whatever, well, it won't let you it won't let you have it, man. It just bugs the piss out of you. 
He's he's right. <laughs> then maybe you wouldn't be taking this guy as serious until he dumped you, and then it's something I want. No, 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 no. Because I was I was pretty into it before, mm-hmm. and I wasn't being very vocal about it. Like I was trying not to tell my friends anything because they right. were like, "Oh, you just got out of a relationship, so why you should just try to." You know, calm down a little bit. See, you're you know, trying to play it cool like the boys do. Yeah, play it like the boys do. Whatever. <laughs> uh, not all boys do that. Not all boys I do that. I, I'm usually that person who will be like, you know, I, I, I don't play I, that. I would honestly say this. If you're down to playing games, it's not going to work anyway. Yeah. If you don't meet somebody who you click with, you're better off finding out the truth. And if there's things about you that she doesn't like, she's better off finding out the truth. Or else you're going to end up... Old, cranky, with a terrible cat and a bad wig. My cat loves me. Oh, God, this reminds me of Fez. I'm not that tall. Is that the drink? Fez, little pop? Please. I'm going to have one, too. All right. To the future. Let's drink to the future. What are you doing, dude? We don't do it that way. Sorry. My arms aren't as long as I thought. He never wanted to put a beverage above the board to begin with. Mongoloid. (laughs) By the way, could you tell how much Mars hates us? (laughs) <laughs> oh, my God. I thought, How apparent was that when he was in front of us? I thought someone opened a window up here because the icy cold blew in. He didn't even give us, oh, come on, guys, that never happened. Yeah. He just knew that he was busted. Yeah, he couldn't do that. Yeah. He knew he couldn't do that much. But, yeah. <sighs> Josh and Little Rock, you're on Ron of Fez. Hey, what's going on? How y'all doing? Great. Hey, uh, I mean, I think in a way it, it's her fault. I mean... The guy, he talks a good game, and, uh, I mean, it doesn't matter how busy you are. If you want to talk to somebody, you'll just, you'll do it. It's true. But, He's not too but, busy uh, for the new girl. Right. He just is on his path. He's not thinking of the other person. Mm-hmm. Now, Fez thinks of that as, you know, a rude thing, and I guess that's true, but I also think it's very understandable. Oh, I think so, too. I think so, too. I mean, especially... Don't let him off the hook. I'm, I, I... Uh, there's nothing I can do about it. Right. Like, there's nothing I can really do about the situation except for express my situation. feelings about situation. <laughs> All right, let me just ask this, Fez. Would it not be an awkward conversation for the yeah. guy? Yes, it would. Well, when you find yourself ready to have an awkward conversation, don't you try not to have it? Isn't that just the human nature? Oh, yeah. There's something awkward to talk about. Yeah. Oh, wait, I can get out of it. You'll just pick get out of it. Shit, leave a voicemail. That's what I did for a six-year relationship. He was in a six-year relationship, left a voicemail. And they got married two months later. <laughs> what was... So I was the opposite of this dude. <laughs> Not really. Oh, no, I mean, I was no. exactly the same. <laughs> you weren't the opposite. Well, I guess the opposite. Financially. You had no su- money. Success-wise. Yeah. <laughs> and the lucky person was the one that you dumped. <laughs> oh. Not the one that you picked. It hurts me when you say that. <laughs> um, here's um, Brian. Brian, you're on a fuzz. Hey, uh, I just wanted to say... Um, I'm, I'm 22 years old, and uh, uh, I 
uh, never like had sex. Or, you know, I'm a virgin and mm-hmm. never really had a girlfriend. And I don't know. I think it's just better to have loved and lost and never have loved at all. You know. Well, there is good news for you. Um, you do have the credentials to be on a listening thread. So <laughs> there are places to go. You're not alone. Um, t- can I tell you, 22 and a virgin? I got Watley standing over here, my friend. <laughs> True. I have love for uh, for you guys. Um, so what is your point? Your point is you're you're just disappointed you never tried anything. Um, I don't know. I'm, you know, I just really, uh, you know, I'm not good talking with uh, girls and stuff. I don't know. But but here's an interesting thing. What do you do to get better at talking to girls? You know, it, it, uh, it, it's almost, uh, and I'm going to let you go while we talk about this, all right, Brian? All right, yeah, yeah. This is always gets to me about lonely guys. They're like, oh, I want this and that, and but it just doesn't happen for me. Let's suppose you wanted to learn Spanish or to be a fucking mountain climber, right? How long would you give it before you thought, I'm great at climbing mountains? You would commit yourself, yeah. you would get a little better, and see, I have a goal of one day, why don't people do this with their personal life? Why do they just sit and wait for it? And they're like, I hate myself. But I want a girl who loves me just for what I am. You already hate yourself. You hate the fact the way you're living, what you're doing. You're saying it's not good. You want someone else who's exciting to come in and love this? <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Why don't you work towards something? And as in the, to an exaggerated degree, a lot of great lead singers like Jim Morrison and a lot of people were always had had, had girl problems when they were teen, and they and they were awkward and they were shy and they might have been out of weight or whatever, and they fucking made something of themselves so much that they became like superstars. Obviously, that's not going to happen for most people. But well, we brought this up change. before that most most of the time men do things to attract women to them, whatever that field happens to be. It Absolutely. only makes sense. It just gets me about guys that they're saying, I wish I was better. What have you done to improve over the last couple of years? Nothing. <laughs> they don't like that. Why aren't you taking classes? Why aren't you reading books? Why aren't you trying to become a more interesting person? A, a lot of times, fucking women are. Here's what happens a lot of times that women get attracted to fucking rich guys. It's because sometimes when you reach your goals, you get you gain confidence. Women get turned on by confident fucking guys. Not guys that are just like, I'm probably the worst guy ever. <laughs> and a lot of times you'll notice that if you even have a day like that, your woman will start and be like, eh, this isn't what I signed up for. Yeah. You know? Like, you gotta, you've got to always be, a, I hate to see you with a chaser. I just, I it just makes it me think side. that you're not fucking Irish at all. <laughs> I have it on the side sometimes. But I absolutely For me, agree. that's like seeing a tampon next to you. <laughs> no, I'm not sure. um, I just like it there. Um, I I think a lot of guys, like, their problems sometimes are also that they get their, you know, some of their shit from the media, like a movie or a TV show or even the radio, whereas a guy puts himself down and they think that's going to work for them in real life, you know? And it's... it's that's, well, give me an example of radio. 
Um, well, like for instance, you know, uh, someone say, uh, like a, like a comedian like Jim Norton or something might go, might talk about himself, but he's doing it in an artistic way. He's mm. making, he's, he's doing it to entertain. But then I notice that you go out to bars and people are just like, I fucking suck. I'm ugly. And you're like, well, that's right. You're if, not doing if, it to entertain. Now you're conversing in real yeah. life with Jim's act. It doesn't yeah. work. Well, the thing is, if you take uh, a Norton or Louis C.K., a woman's going to go there and go, oh, the whole room is paying attention to this guy. Exactly. And they tend to like people that other people pay attention to. And they're not doing that. You know, they're, they're, they might be expressing parts of themselves, but they're doing it to gotcha. entertain people. Period. Yeah. I think they also go in a direction of things would change in, in uh, personal respect and a personality respect if they had the girl. They work ahead where it's like, this will fix all my problems. Yeah, well, why would it? Because they think that's the missing ingredient. But it's... That it's not in themselves, it's in someone else. Wait, what? <laughs> that they think that the missing part of their life is someone to share it with, and they... Oh, okay, okay, now I get you. They think that the... So you're saying they think if they just got that person, they would be terrific... Rather than trying to work on being terrific and attracting someone terrific. Yeah, exactly. Right, and then all of a sudden they would dress better. And... But again, that sounds like you want a nurse. You know what I mean? You want a, a fucking person to come in and fix you. And the thing with you, Julie, is you're out, you are gorgeous. And a gorgeous in an exotic way. Perfect for this fucking decade that we're starting. Hell yeah. She's like, she's like a female jeter. <laughs> I don't even know. Uh, you are so gay what? for Jeter. I know. He's just, if anything it's comes sad. up, it's Jeter. So I know. don't take that to I'd like to way. rub his cock. Um, okay. Um, no, it, 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 it feels weird being exotic, like you say, because it's still, the status quo is not that. The status quo is that girl, you know? Yeah. So it's it's a little weird to like walk around, especially in New York City. I mean, the women in New York City is just, it, it's too much. It, it feels like... I'm in. I'm just in an Amazonian tribe of beautiful women all the time. It, it it drives me crazy walking down the streets here, and you really do feel worse. Like every time I walk around, like anywhere that there's a modeling agency, I feel like an ass. Right, but you know, you're not in competition to even be the the world's hottest person. You're not a model. You're not an actress. You're not competing for everybody's love. You're looking for one fucking person. In some cases, two. <laughs> I'll go for three. It's fine. I'm going to talk a little ahead of the curve there and say you really want two. But everybody does whatever they do. But you see what I'm saying, Fez? You're not competing against everyone else. You're just really trying to find out what is going to attract to me the type of person I want attracted to me. Yeah, that's true. And then uh, you stop looking. That's the ultimate goal. But in the process of looking, that's how it can totally feel. Like you're in to complete competition with every other girl in the bar. Really? Does it feel that way? Oh, sure. Mm. See, I never felt that way when I went out to fucking bars. Not at all. I mean, I think you went to bars to drink and then dress nicely in case right. you got lucky. That's it. So you're doing something instead of... Just looking. Yes, absolutely. You, I, I would always go to bars, but I would dress nicely and say, like, hopefully a chick sees me while I'm getting drunk and wants to hook up with me. If it doesn't happen, I'm still getting drunk. Mm -hmm. And then I, th that works sometimes. You dress nicely, but then the pants end, end up around your ankles. Whatever. <sighs> Who, who's the one with two kids? <laughs> Him. Sam, look at the good thing. Him.
<laughs> um, no, but you know, I got a girl. Or I always two thought in my time. I mean, it's not like I've. Got- I always thought that this was the right thing to say to a woman. Let me drop her off. I'm gonna come back here for you. Be ready. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. I have- don't look at me. Don't look at me while we're talking. <laughs> I don't want her to see. Um, here is uh, Jameson from uh, Long Island. Hey guys, what's up? Um, just taking a shot here, Ronnie. I know you're a, a good matchmaker. I don't know if Julie's open to potentially meeting new people, but uh, I have a show tomorrow night in the city. I do stand up. Big A's going to come down. Some of the other guys. Come up to the neighborhood, maybe come down. Hold on. Big A is going to be there. <laughs> I had no idea. You roll with Big A? Absolutely. Oh, Absolutely. New York's master of ceremonies. Jameson, when is your five minutes? Uh, six minutes. Is oh, that, six uh, minutes. Yeah, I'm, I'm moving up in the world. Uh, uh, 6 p.m. at the Laugh Lounge in the Village tomorrow night. So I don't know if she's open to meet new people. I'm a nice guy. And uh, I don't know, get back on the horse, you know? Um, can I give you a little advice here? I had a comedy club for a lot of years. Don't meet a woman when you're doing amateur nights. <laughs> That's too fucking soon. Work on the okay. act. Then let her come to you. All right? Okay, sounds good, Ronnie. Right, Thanks, peace. buddy. Well, six minutes is longer you, than the guy lasted. You don't want <laughs> you don't want the girl to be checking her out and then see that you get the candle. <laughs> come on. Let's go. I got 30 more guys to put up. As big a fan of Big A is of you. Um... <laughs> 866 run zero fez 866 run zero fez um here's uh david merlin you're on run fez it's right there (laughs) here's don in new jersey you're on run fez hey what's going on guys so my advice for the lonely guys is to actually read neil strauss's book Oh, please, please give yourself some more fucking credit than reading the game. Wait, wait a second, wait a second. It's about having... Yes, everybody, you know, wait, do you ever see the fucking chicks that Neil Strauss picked up? They all were at Motley Crue concerts. (laughs) Well, These were this was not attracting fucking women that you want to spend the rest of your life with. It's fucking banging, um... Girls that normally before they decide to fuck you wait to see when the eggplant queens are done with their set <laughs> To see if anybody there wants to nail them. Oh, man, by the, by the monkey way, backgrounds like eggplant queens are playing in the city this weekend find out exactly where and when and why Great guys great band should be a lot of fun um, Let me ask you this Julie and I'll ask Davey Mac at the same time and also Hicks I'm going to ask you to take a pass on this one. <laughs> Who's crazier, do you think, at the end of relationships, girls or guys? Girls. Yeah? Girls, I think, I think, yeah. Girls get nuttier? I think girls get really nutty. I think, I think, uh, I don't know about, I know about me, I get really fucking nutty. Yeah. I get really nutty. Now, I, I, of course, bring up the word crazy pussy, but just look at Mike, the situation. As soon as he found out, he wasn't. He could not drop yeah. it. And there wasn't a lot there. There was a holding hand, maybe a nuzzle. And that fucking guy acted like they were married. Right. He's so freaked out about it. I think guys are definitely crazier at the end of relationships. You've gotten crazy before. Yes. I When well, when my ex left me, uh, I sat outside her house, you know, 
like, you know, I was deep throat in the Watergate scandal, just <laughs> fucking sitting there in the car, watching her in the darkness, watching her house in the darkness. Well, hoping you'd see her with another guy? Just ho Yeah, just hoping. I don't even see know See the truth. See the fucking truth. <laughs> right. That's all I want to see. All show. I want to see is this dick in your mouth, and then I'll know. Show then it. that'll be all I need to see. Show it, bitch. Well, it would be proof. Then you talk to her, so, uh, you know, like you're talking for a nice couple fucking minutes, you go like this, well, maybe, um... Yeah, maybe we should, uh, you know, just friendly, go out to dinner. That is, of course, if you're not riding his fucking cock, <laughs> yeah. all right? Maybe you're licking his ugly fucking balls again because you're a pig whore. <laughs> Honey, did you eat the uh, rest of the uh, chips? Also, how many cocks did you eat when we were broken up? Just wondering, did you eat a lot of cocks? Um, Hicks, who do you think is crazier? Oh, in my experience, men, because I just drive women away. And then they're on so, purpose. I not on purpose, but in his car uh, to the point they're they're happy. To, they're happier now that I'm gone, and that they're rid of me. See, uh, and I'm just a fucking you know mess. I can relate to the breaking up through by driving them crazy because you don't have the the full fucking comeouts to say, hey, I don't want to be in this. So you just make it worse and worse and worse <laughs> until they leave. I think that's very common for men. Um, and women. I've done that. Yeah, I've done that. I mean, I'm I'm guilty of it, but I, you know that's me. <laughs> it doesn't seem like it would work though if it was like an attractive chick who was doing it. It didn't really. Work. Crazy pussy <laughs> can drive you away. Here's all they have to do. Yeah. Here's all they have to do. What? Call your mother. Oh, ooh, you're right. Or and I'll get to call. Did uh, you make her have an abortion? I go what? <laughs> Where would you hear such a thing? She called you. You're right. All they have to do. Is go fucking bother your mother telling her the truth. Is all they have to do. And it's over. Yeah. That's a good point. So remember that, ladies. If you need to get out of a relationship and don't have the courage, talk to his dad, uh, talk to her mom and dad, and bring up anal. And <laughs> you just see, like, I guess he wants me to be with another woman, but Fox that's all it takes. It'll be over in a heartbeat. Who do you think is crazier, Fez? Oh, I think it's I think it's the women, because I think what happens is they go through a realm of emotions mm -hmm. where it's sadness, it's anger, it's denial. It's he still wants to be with me, even though he what left. Makes, what makes you think men don't go through that? I think men just kind of go for towards the anger angle mm. of, you know what? I didn't uh, you know, I don't think so. horrible. I don't think so. I mean, they might tell their buddies that. Yeah. But I think they go through the same kind of stuff that Julie. Yeah. Does. I, I think they go through the same kind of things of, I'm not, I'm going to be alone. Life isn't going to work out for me. And when you use the isn't fair thing, is goes to show you how ridiculous it, you are. Because <laughs> there's nothing ever supposed to be fair. <laughs> See, I think that's one of the problems Julie is having with this breakup is I don't think any of us can imagine this guy going through what Julie's going through. Oh, I, I can in a heartbeat. You mean right now? Yeah. Oh, no. Of, he... of walking away from Julie. I don't... No, no. The, they, they weren't on the same level of the relationship. No. <laughs> when you have someone else uh, and you move over, a breakup is easy. It took Dave about two years to go... Hey, I probably was pretty mean to my ex-fiance. Oh, yeah. Be and it's not because Dave is a mean person. It's because he was so caught up in mm. his new stuff right. that it didn't want to dawn on him. Yeah. And after two years, he actually came around and went, 
Hey, that was I pretty... told you off the air. Yeah. I felt guilt. Yeah. Um, you know, it fucking happens. And, you, you know, you, do, you realize, oh, shit, that was probably terrible. And then I told you, yeah, well, you're, you're right. That was terrible. <laughs> but at the same time, completely understandable if he wanted to work on the thing that he was working and on. And I didn't see it at the time yeah. at all. Like, if I had known I would feel guilty two years down the road or, or just, you know, any kind of thought outside myself and the person I was currently with. See, I, I think this happens to guys more than girls. A guy, like, you'll meet a girl and you're like, um, well, I'm not really into anything heavy and she's like, neither am I. And the two of you will go on for like a year or whatever and you're just dating, whatever. And it's, to you, they're like, this is fucking great. And then she'll go, I found somebody who I really want to focus on. And and you and you could be like what? Mm -hmm. Why didn't you give me the option? You know what I mean? Like yeah. and why can't? And she's like, I, you know, I just stopped by to tell you, it would feel like I'm cheating on him to even go deeper in this conversation, <laughs> and you don't even realize, you know, you're like, oh, I dug her more. That's when you fall into the Julie thing, mm -hmm. and when you start to blame yourself. That's horrible. And that happens yeah. to guys all the time. Of course. Does yeah, and a lot of it is they don't realize that they liked her more than they thought because they were very happy the way um, things were going along. And I think Fez is wrong in terms of like guys don't like grieve or anything. They just they they probably don't call up their guys the way chicks call up their right. their girlfriends. But guys guys will grieve like in their car. You know, on the way home from work is when a guy, if a Bruce Springsteen song comes on, a guy will cry. But you're not going to do it in front of your fucking buddy. Right. You yeah, know? absolutely. That's what's weird, I guess, in terms of like, I think that's why Fez and I think that girls emote more after a relationship is over is because you see it. A guy, more. you yeah. don't see it. You never see, like, I, my friends have broken up with their long-term girlfriends and you don't see it on their face. For like weeks, they don't care. That it just looks like they're hanging out, and then you realize, you know, I obviously realize they're mourning by themselves. But at the same, you don't, you never show it. Yeah, yeah. I think that a guy when he's shot, he likes to crawl off by his own self and bleed. Yeah. I don't think, and and for whatever reason, a woman wants you to hear about it, share it. Do you think I'm too good for him? Yeah, you are. You're too good for him. And, Do you know, you think he's a dick? Uh-huh. He's a dick. And, you know, like, some things, like, in society work. It mm -hmm. seems that it works for women to do that. It works for guys to maybe drink and put on their favorite, you know, Tom Waits song and cry. That just, it, it works. And here's another thing that you don't understand about guys. Just because a guy is going out, having fun, even getting a fucking blowjob, it doesn't mean that he doesn't miss that other chick. He could still be feeling that whole thing. But you're just like, oh, he got over that. And you're like, you got over that. And he's like, yeah, I did. He didn't get over it. <laughs> no. He didn't get over it's it. Still there. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Um, Art, Chicago, you're on Run Fez. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. Uh, I just wanted to go ahead and uh, tell um, Julie that eventually... You're going to feel really embarrassed. I think about a year down the line, you're going to think, you know, the feelings that I have for this guy or whatever feelings that I felt for this guy, they, they weren't worth it. You are actually going to feel some embarrassment for the way that you, you know, let yourself on over this. Uh, and whether or not you're going to meet somebody else, that's going to be something that's going to happen to you. But only after you realize what a tremendously uh, big waste of time this was that I felt this way about this guy. Yeah, but none of that stuff helps you. That's no. like the kind of stuff that you'll tell the little kids. Like, I know you feel bad, but you're in eighth grade. 
you fucking forget this. When you were a little kid and your girlfriend stopped liking you and started liking another kid, it's the same way as you feel now. No, yeah, it's the same. And it's, it, it, it's kind of like I don't want to dismiss it as, you know, whatever, this guy didn't like me, whatever. I, I'm, I'm just not that kind of person. I need to go over it a few times before I can just let something go. And I think that's why I overreacted. Sure. And I did overreact. I don't think that in any way that my reaction to this situation was anywhere near what it should have been. What it should have been was, okay, fuck you. I can go find somebody else right now. It's yeah, not you a problem. Could. And it's not a problem. I mean, it's not, but it's, it's, it just hurt because it like hit a little closer to home. Well, then also you did that. You, you let yourself daydream about down yeah. the line, and that's always mm. fucked yeah. up. Yeah, I did that. I did that whole thing, and it, it's stupid. And stupid. it's the holidays too. I think that piles right on top of it. it. Why it, do you think? I think because you know it's the holidays. Every holiday is about being together with somebody. Is it? Whether, you know, Thanksgiving, you come together with your people for a feast. Parents, though. You come together with your parents. Yeah, I don't, don't want to be together with my friends. I, I don't want to, I don't necessarily see, like, a romance associated with Christmas. I, I, I've always heard people talk about not being with somebody in the holidays, and I just never... Well, I understand I think parents, made up. right? <clears throat> well, why are you going to do that to Hicks? Well, it's just because, you know, hey, Hicks. Hicks not having parents... You're going to feel silly yeah, in the future when you think of how bad you felt about your parents dying. Seriously. Because you're going to get new parents that you like <laughs> even better. What? I don't know. I'm just trying to say the same thing we say to Julie. That's good advice. <laughs> Guess. Like I don't actually mind like going out and dating again. That would be great. I just don't oh, really feel like oh. I don't feel like going through that right now. Sure. Again. You know, like yeah. it's just like and that's probably the smartest thing. Yeah. You gotta fucking straighten yourself out because you don't want to end up like Mr. Watley. Mm. You don't want to be taking the slow train to Watt Town. Yeah, I like my hair to match my facial hair. Ooh. I've been on your side all day, honey. <laughs> have you? Have you been on her no, side? He has. I, or I have you? Him. I love have. Him. No, or have you beautiful. been on your side? <laughs> have you been living through this young lady? I know how I would feel if I was Brazilian Julie. Uh, Thanks, Rick, buddy. Florida, Ron and Fez. Hey, Dick Holder, 941, check it in. What do you say, pal? Hey, Julie, I'm in the same position, obviously, you know, opposite sexes. My chick left me earlier this week. We were talking over the weekend. She said, you know, I'm going to hang out with my parents a little bit, you know, these next couple of days. Now she deleted me from her Facebook, uh, doesn't respond to my text or calls. I don't really mind. I'm already seeing another chick, but it's like, why did this happen? You were cool up until a few days, and now I feel like I'm a, you know, I'm left in the middle of nowhere for no you reason. You know why it happened, Rick. You're a dick. <laughs> oh, that's true. All right, Rick. good point. <laughs> um, I think you're right, though. I do need a, a fag closure. to my hag. I think that would be great. I think if I had a fag to my hag, that would be fantastic. Well, some people... You know, uh, you could do some kind of a sex in the city club. Oh, yeah. But then the thing is, then they act like you cheat on them when you finally find somebody nice. What does the hag part mean? In it's that? a woman, and it just rhymes with fag. But, okay, the fag hag is the woman, or is it yeah. the dude? It's no, the he's the fag. See, She's the hag. I always thought that a gay guy who hung out with a woman, I thought the gay guy was the fag hag. And then when she's in a bad mood, you go like this. Look like the fag hags on the rag, and then they all <laughs> laugh. Because, by the way, no one gets misused as much as those girls. 
All right, maybe if your fat ass could find somebody. <laughs> they just treat them like garbage. Well, they're still men. Yeah. I, I, I think the hag gets just as much out of it. No, they, I'm not saying that, but they do get abused. Where, you know, the, the girl never says anything bad about the fag, mm -hmm. but the fag will always run her down and always comes back to pussy odor. <laughs> <laughs> and then the hag gets to just un unleash all her garbage and baggage on the oh, guy. I don't see it. She's more of a fucking assistant. The, the fag hag's job is to keep up. And they, what they get out of it is to go to better parties. Than what they normally would have went, but they're normally fat girls, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. But they're not sitting there talking about their relationships. The fucking guy. It's always about the gay guy. Really? Oh, I thought oh, it yeah, was definitely. The... It's always about him. Really? Because yeah. I, I thought it was like the guy who's like, oh, they're there and giving her another box of chocolate. No, uh -uh. I don't, no, it's just the opposite. I actually I agree. I thought I agree with that. Fez. Might be some middle-aged thing, <laughs> but the way that it really works. Oh. It's the gay, arty guy who's doing great, who for some reason just needs a fat girl to follow him around, <laughs> make sure he get cocktails. <laughs> well, because on, um, my, my wife loves sex in the city. <laughs> and, Fez, hold on, Fez took a fucking knee. I'm not talking. You, I got fucking, I got Julie and Fez dying. I'm I need you to step on the fucking, take a hit. I'm not saying goddamn that Everybody word. take a fucking hit, because... You got no timing. I didn't say anything. <laughs> you well, it would, sounds wonderful the way you describe it. You would be destroying my night. It's her laughs a lot <laughs> by fucking walking all over my my laps. I won't be destroying you tomorrow night when you're on special delivery. Am I? I had no idea that was so soon. Oh, don't show. <laughs> don't bother. You know, it'd be like Julie's guy. Just no text, no message. Just don't show. <laughs> what the hell, Fez? Um, I do have to go to three other parties. All right, you don't have to show if you don't want or that. Um, and you know what? That Long Island party is looking better and better for it me. It does. Opie. Because Opie was telling me yeah. the brothers are so... They really want to get me a good meal and give me the whole treatment out there. Yeah, they, they said the way I've been talking about their food. It, Opie was talking about it on the air today. It sounded amazing. I, I, if I can possibly get out to Long Island, but the thing is, we won't, I won't be out here until 1230 tomorrow, so... I don't know if that's possible. You'll be too late for everything but GVAX party. <laughs> but my wife watches Sex in the City, and the fag hag was the boss of that relationship. It was like that cartoon with the dog and then the will dog. That's because that's a woman's show. It doesn't fucking happen like that in real life. All right. Mm -mm. The gay guys are the ones who know where the parties are, know everything that's happening. All right. I Watch know. 30 Rock. Okay. Remember, did you see 30 Rock a couple weeks ago no. with the gays have the best Christmas parties? No, I'm waiting for that show to come out on DVD. You're going to wait a while because they made an announcement they'll never release it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they made that announcement. <laughs> Here comes the fag hag to pour you a drink. <laughs> Mustard to fag hag. <laughs> Thank you, Mustard. <laughs> now hurry your fat ass back there. Now don't stand next to me, Red. Ooh. Oh. I don't no. understand why you don't understand. Oh, you're suburban. Yeah, well, no, I lived in the East Village with a gay man. Whoa! <laughs> my brother. You're Stop doing great it. for yourself. That was my brother. <laughs> and oh. yeah, and it was he would watch Sex and Say sometimes. He'd laugh his balls off. His very gay balls. <laughs> <laughs> Here's John in California. Better to catch him. <laughs> hey, Ronnie. Hey, Fezzy. How you doing? Yeah. Yeah, before you were talking about the differences between men and women, how they uh, 
react to heartbreak and all that. When I was in eighth grade, I was into all that goth stuff, which kind of predated emo. And basically, whenever a girl would break up with me, I would just let it all out and let all my little gal pals know just how sad I was feeling. And I would just crave that attention, like, oh, I'm so sorry for you. And it was great. But uh, I look back on it now, and I realize how much of a dipshit I was. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, I don't you even do feel the embarrassment I, I can't later. even believe, John, that you're sharing this. <laughs> oh, well, I didn't say my last name, so... Uh, Whatever. I, I wouldn't be able to sleep tonight knowing that I made that call. <laughs> well, here's the beautiful thing of it. If we're going to be totally honest, we are no closer to understanding what makes a relationship work than the caveman. The caveman had one system. Bigger guy hits the girl in the head with a stick, drags her back. It probably people were just about as happy as we are today. I yeah. actually think if anything were further away, it's gotten more complicated. Cavemen, it was a lot simpler, and they probably had better understanding. They knew that chick needs sex right now; she needs to give birth, or guy needs to get laid, right. and that's the way it's going to be. And now, with all the fucking little words and mind games and shit like that, we're, we're right, further let me away. ask you this one, Dave: When anything is going wrong in the relationship. Does it feel to you like the whole relationship is ruined? Oh, uh, a lot of times it does. Yes. I mean, even with my marriage. Really? Even today? Yeah. No, it doesn't mean that I'm right. I pull, right. I, I'm able but to pull at the out point, of it. At the point in the moment, of I'm it happening. In the moment, impulsive right. freak of nature, and I'm wrong about it. But, you know, when it's going on, I'm like, fuck it, let's just get divorced. <laughs> well, I'll call a lawyer, you call a lawyer. That's the thing. Not having any experience in this, any fight seems like it would be the breakup fight. But you have to somewhat. Well, it has feels to get like sane. that, though, right? Yeah. It feels like this is the breakup yep. fight. But someone. How has do to you get know sane. the difference? Because you, someone well, has at to the be end. sane. If someone stays, if both of you stay, it's not the breakup. There's eventually a point where somebody is the bigger person and goes, "One of us is acting like an asshole." Or it just gets out and, of the craziness. And just you just step out of it, and you're like, "Well, this is too insane. We can't talk about this right now, so we'll do this later." Hopefully, and you, you pass you, out. You, yeah, hopefully that happens, or you just end up laughing or having sex, which is the best. <laughs> That's my opinion. But no offense here, Joy, but you're the last person that we would take advice from. <laughs> yeah, you I know. are freshly dumped. Oh yeah, definitely. And you lit his cart on fire and burned it up, <laughs> and then in the middle of it looks like you tried not to and reached your hand back in no. to stop the fire. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. Why do you look really at him like that? Like he's letting you down. I, <laughs> I, I I I did it with pride and I lit my joint. <laughs> That's why I did it. Fezzi, what is your real hope for yourself? Do you really want to find someone or no? Yes, I really do. Mm. I really do want to find somebody to bring into my home and be there with me and have that that true and tried friend that's just with me all the time. Can't picture that happen. It could no, happen. It could happen maybe if you weren't there. I definitely, I think you got such a fantastic view that somebody might want that apartment. Although, there's always apartments available on Roosevelt Island. I know, right? Why do you live there? Why do you live there? You live in New York City and you only, to live on Roosevelt Island? But only for 10 years. Oh. Roosevelt? She's like a 30s guy. No, people do that in New York. Oh, They'll really? call it Roosevelt, Roosevelt all the time, yeah. yeah. You always know that. And I'll go, well, then who was the president? <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> can I maybe start a little controversy here? Because yeah. uh, a couple weeks ago, I was checking out Julie's Twitter, yeah. and she did say that Fez has a sort of over the top, um, almost childish view of love and relationships. Oh, let's all drink okay. and give Julie a chance. <laughs> let's take drinks and give yes, Julie a chance let's. to answer some. By the way, if you like to drink along today, today's the day. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to do that later. Um, I don't think as much as childish as it is inexperienced. Like, mm, he he's not looking at it from an, a point from experience. Like, my experience isn't extensive at all, but it's it's what I have under my belt to, like, carry me on to the next relationship. You're, and, you're, you're, you've basically lived by the code of I'll fuck anything that moves. <laughs> Which I don't know. That's a good code. <laughs> That's a really good code. Yeah, when you look like swear to that. <laughs> there's ceremony. Oh, he just lived by it. <laughs> it's not um, as formal as you're letting on. What is he missing? What is he so childish I and think, stupid and ignorant <laughs> and fat about? I think. <laughs> I, I don't think. One so. of those adjectives does not belong. Um, I think it's mostly thinking that it's somebody that should be there for him. Right. You know, um, you don't. You're not really thinking about the other person as much, or how they feel. Like I don't want somebody. Like I don't want. Like I'm kind of happy that this guy just doesn't like me because now I know. Look, he's never gonna like me, and I'm not. You know, I'm not gonna right. have to pursue that. And that's what's important. You know, is him liking me. Like I want him to like me fully, even if I'm fucking crazy or whatever. You know, it, it's 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 just I want him to like me, and I don't want him to like me because I like him back or because I need somebody to like me. Mm. I want him to just like me. And it's, I, I think it comes from like not knowing that ha somebody has those feelings towards you. Like when you, you don't know, because a, a lot of people don't know that. And a lot of people are in Fez's situation where they can't find somebody to make them happy or they mm. think that they need somebody to make them happy. Personally, I think you have a room full of people right here that make you happy and he every day. Happy, though. And he's I don't happy with us. Yeah, I know he's unhappy. It's not good enough. Maybe but. if we jacked him off. But <laughs> maybe it's a song. Can you imagine I think you'll find somebody. Song Can you gonna imagine make me happy. The endless amount of entertainment we're gonna have when he finally dates. Oh my goodness, it's gonna be so awesome. It's gonna be so awesome. Everything new and fresh and like he's gonna think whoever that person is is so terrific and then a week later if they break up devastating. What a bitch. I mean, it's it's just crazy with the ups and downs of a relationship to think that, you know, somebody's going to, like you were saying just now, they're going to be there for you all the time. Mm -hmm. Like Even in a relationship, you feel like sometimes that person isn't there with you a, a little bit, and you're like, fuck, you know, you weren't there when I needed me. But then mm. again, there are times they're there with you all the time. You're like, get the fuck out of my face. I don't want you here anymore. So I think it's just looking from a perspective that, you know, you don't know. I mean, not that you don't know, but you, you've never been there. <sighs> I don't wonder why. You ever notice this though? Some people stop trying to make it exciting once they find that person. Yeah. Like at the very early parts, they're like trying to think of dates yeah. and things to do. But why do you ever stop that? Because you get lazy. But what you is, have a four-hour commute. All right, remember. <laughs> <laughs> but like in the early parts of a relationship, it's really fun when you yeah. even do like things like picnic, museum, blah. blah. But well, like right. eight eight months later, you just want to go. Why don't we just sit here? I'm not even talking about a lot of money, but just going right. out and doing things. I had, for the first time in a long time, we had a blast with going to that Yo Gabba Gabba. Right. Even when it was with the daughter, it was the first time that me and my wife had been to a theater of any kind right. for like some kind of show, even though it was fucking 
oversized stuffed animals, it was still right. a fun. I had but, a blast. You know, no offense, but you guys got pregnant so fast Twice. that you really didn't get a lot of the just us. Yeah, we're a very bizarre example. And there was no in between time either. Shotgun no. wedding, I guess, is what. I can't believe you haven't had another one. No, the way this is going. I think we just Maintain. haven't heard yet. No, you think she's not she pregnant. is. Oh yeah, we just haven't gotten the announcement. No, 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 no. She, she's not pregnant. She's not pregnant. She's probably going to be at one of the parties tomorrow, drinking that ass off. She's so stressed already. Well, pregnant? She's not pregnant. That's the point. I'm not drinking tomorrow. Dix so. <laughs> is right. She shouldn't drink. She, yeah, just in case. At least I have a wife, Pep. Oh, that doesn't. That doesn't make what. <laughs> I usually my slip. wife's dead too. Yeah, I usually slip in my that's my mom joke. <laughs> nice try, <laughs> Pepper. Don't listen to them. You look. Here's the thing. Get married. You were too good for her, and if she doesn't want to be here alive, fine. It makes a lot of sense. She you're, was burdened. You'll find someone else alive to be your mom. <laughs> Um, there's only one way to impress a woman. And that's Steven Singer Jewelers. Steven Singer, you're going to get the very best price on jewelry, an affordable price, plus a lifetime guarantee. That's not coming from the other jewelry stores. You're not going to go to the mall and get a lifetime guarantee. A diamond is the perfect way to say, I don't know what I was thinking when I cheated on you. I don't know what I was doing. Here's a diamond. If you think I'm going to keep cheating, you're wrong, because why else would I be giving you a beautiful diamond? <laughs> Steven Singer Jewelers, they can help make anything right for you. Plus, if you call 1-888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER, they have a personal shopper that can assist you and find that perfect gift, and that's free of charge. You don't have to pay for a personal shopper with Steven Singer. And you can stop. Uh, you can shop online and get top quality jewelry at a great price at IHateStevenSinger.com. His customer service is going to blow away any other jewelry store. Plus, if you head in this weekend, let's say you're going out shopping for Christmas on Sunday, go to Steven Singer Jewelers in Philadelphia on the corner of 8th and Walnut. Have a beer. Watch some NFL football. It's going to be on at Steven Singer Jewelers. It's all going on there at 8th and Walnut in Philadelphia. This is the guy you can trust, Steven Singer. The perfect gifts at affordable prices for the holidays. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com. Or if you're in the Philadelphia area, the store is right there at the corner of 8th and Walnut. It's Steven Singer Jewelers. Uh, and I think you're doing the thing that if the Eagles win, you get a free diamond? Holy Is that shit. it? I'm not sure about that one. The answer would be no. Instead of not sure. You do have to play the Fez part. So we're not giving out free diamonds to people. No, I was wrong about that. I think I'm going to head down there for some beer. Just act like you're looking for diamonds. And sit and drink beer until you have six, and then you will buy a diamond. Right. You think you're taking advantage of them. It always happens. Why don't we get a toast going with you two guys before we and, go uh, to break? Walnut's a really nice street. Oh, right, Ronnie? Sure it is. You know why I like to talk to Ronnie when I'm drinking about Philadelphia? Oh, yeah. It's a and great I go, city. Ronnie, what do you like? Cherry? Walnut? What are your favorite streets? Chestnut. <laughs> Chestnut. I meant not cherry. <laughs> Chestnut? Or does Ronnie like Broad Street? <laughs> I like all the streets. I'm not gonna lie to you. Oh, you know, you say you do this all the time, but I've never recalled Fezzy, it at all. Fezzy, me and you, let's toast the motherfucking Broad Street, Philadelphia, <laughs> Pennsylvania, bitch. <laughs> toast. All right, we break. We're back here with more drinking and lonely girl talk with the beautiful Brazilian Julie to run a Fez show. So, Tom, what is it that you do? I uh, I write greeting cards. 
Tom could be a really great architect if he wanted to be. What made you go from one to the other? I guess I just figured, why make something disposable like a building when you can make something that lasts forever? A greeting card. Run a Fez show. Uh, got some bad news. It looks like uh, Fez and Dave been drinking quite a bit here today. <laughs> but it was just supposed to be a nice Friday. What's going on with Hicks? Yeah. I heard it Hicks screaming at you. Nothing. What's going on? Um, we had uh, we have some uh, wonderful guests uh-huh. who uh, have uh, come to see the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, they brought presents. And I was just informing him that he was mispronouncing someone's name. What was he doing wrong? Um, he was calling uh, calling Marie mm-hmm. Mary, and I had to write down Marie and then point angrily at the, pointed at me like at I'm some I fucking I idiot, some more you cocksucker. <laughs> point at the I and E and say, "How do you screw that up?" When you when you spelled I E, it's Marie. Period. Yeah. Don't fuck up like situation. <laughs> Don't do it. Situation. Give me an explanation. Uh, did you notice that in your show they've added the arrest to the face punch now? Yeah. Oh, I, and they dubbed uh, the cop saying, you're under arrest. Yeah, I said the same thing because uh, you don't have that guy mic'd. There's no <laughs> way you were going to pick that it's up. It's terrible, too. It was like, it was fucking audio as perfect as like what we're talking to into the microphones right now. Well, I have with Mars in charge. I haven't. Oh, you still mad at him? Wow. Still bad. Yeah, still mad at Mars. Somebody's always got to be out when Watley's drinking. <laughs> Everybody can't be in. I need an enemy. Yeah. I'm just glad. Need, what do you need? An enemy. Oh. If I'm doing Nicholson from Batman. Yeah. I need an enemy. Um, here's the other thing I hate about this show that you love so much. Love it. It is on for two minutes before they throw us to a preview totally. and then a commercial. Yeah. It's unfucking watchable Oh, no. you. Uh, well, listen. I mean, I would think anyone who does, who has DVR and watches that show live is crazy. Dude, I was doing it with a DVR. What? It's fucking... I'm just constantly sitting there. I mean, it, with, with the DVR, it's fine, because I watched the lovely Bones yesterday, wait till 11 o'clock, and then I watched the uh, real world... Uh, I mean, I, By the way, he, world, he calls Shore. Star Trek the lovely Bones, because <laughs> he's crazy about the doctor. <laughs> I meant the Peter Jackson film. <clears throat> um, here is Peter in Connecticut. You're on Fez. Hey, guys. Um, I understand this guy's got a number at the end of his name. And uh, speaking of someone with a number on their name, I think I might have some insight. Not going to make Julie happy, though. He was all fine and dandy until he went home for Thanksgiving, and his mom, possibly his grandmother, also reminded him of his legacy and his agenda. And I'm sure. Sweet little Ooh. Julie Bird just didn't fit the profile. I'm sure. See, white people, a lot of people get confused and think that when we say white people, we mean all the same. Like, there's... No. There is a class of white people that is so much whiter than white people. Yeah, I mean, even <laughs> Irish people couldn't fit into the... Never. Could, ...to the WASP category. The Kennedys would not be welcome. Absolutely not. I mean, you're talking... I think you're talking a lot of, like, <coughs> southern kind of America. No, but there's also a, a northeastern thing. Yeah, I guess it's way northeast. Massachusetts and Vermont and shit. Go to the Upper East Side. You're not running into a lot of Catholics there, and that's old, old money. Is that Jew, though? No. It's Wasp. <coughs> oh, Anglo-Sac- George Plimpton-type deal. Yes. Yeah. 
The George Plimpton type deal, uh, we, the we, Ivy League. We, my mom had a friend who um, like lived up in that neighborhood, and I didn't understand it. His name was Mr. Uh, whatever. His name's not important, but the thing is... Miyagi. <laughs> Let's he, take a drink first before we get okay. into it. I want us all have a drink. Story. All right, here you go. <laughs> but I want to treat this like you would uh, Jersey Shore and do a right. coming up preview. Oh, God. He's <laughs> following it with a little soda. Let me tell you the situation with my mom. My mom, in situation. You're drunk. Okay, hold on. This uh, guy what talked. Guy? Uh, my mom's friend, Mr. Why, Burns. Why, why are you screaming? Mr. Burns. Not how old that I know, I know. He wasn't The Simpsons. Smithers, get Beanie in here. Great impression. The guy fun. lived on Upper East Side. Right. Ran a wonderful restaurant. <laughs> yeah. Still, Write down the name of the still, restaurant for me. I don't remember it, Ronnie. I was fucking three when I went okay. there. Do you know the name Shoney's? <laughs> oh, Fezzy. But, uh... <laughs> He he talked almost like he was either from Boston or like English, but they were they grew up and yes. li lived in George America. Plimpton. But I don't Kelsey understand grammar. how how is Kelsey Grammer from Florida? How does a person in New York get that type of accent from their private schooling and their fucking Ivy League bullshit? In New York, you're, you're, yes. yeah. you're not going to be around enough civilians? It's Greg Gardens. I mean... You it, go to private school from yes. 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. Yes. Then what do you think they do? Get on the fucking subway, Dave? They're not like you. They're not so no, scumbaggy and fucked up. Or no. something. They don't go Yankee game and, mm -hmm. and fucking hear, hear mm -hmm. people talk? No. No, they go to art galleries know? and openings. And How do you know? You're not with anyone. <laughs> you're, exactly, you're a little bit tanner <laughs> than most of the ones. I drink. Seriously, it's have a drink. It's go. NYC prep. Why aren't you drinking? Yeah, Why aren't you drinking? Broad Street was cheers. I will. But fuck Broad Street. Let's cheers to Walnut. Cheers to Walnut in Philadelphia. <laughs> you don't really make any sense. Nobody else is into it. It's we're, not we're, fun. We're cheers in streets of Philly. But there's no reason for it. But you ran out by the first one. People can Google Map Philly. They can see the fucking streets. <laughs> How hard is that? Dave in Jersey, you're on my face. Dave, we got you, buddy? Let's go over to Bill. Bill, you're on my face. You are so beautiful to me. I don't want people drinking at home. You are so beautiful. <laughs> I have to apologize for today's show. We were here to pick Brazilian Julie up off the mat, and instead, got two, more two people got drunk. Yeah, uh, two pipers are down. <laughs> two pipers are down. <laughs> hey, it's Friday though, dude. It happens sometimes, doesn't yes. it? Hey, Dave. Yeah, right. We're all friends, man. We but are friends. We're all friends in this fucking place. We are. We're all friends Good in two o two. Two o two. Even best. if I got. Disinvited to the homeless shop in Spring. You're not on part of it? They said mustard looks too similar. They disinvited me. Aww. I go, I will out mustard mustard. You, I had a, you can't, can't put on too much mustard. I had a talk with Opie today. And one of the reasons, and this is probably a small reason, so I wouldn't take it personal, okay. is he hates you. <laughs> no. And, yeah. Yeah. Does he really? Mm hmm I text him sometimes. Yeah, he told me. He was... Is that that Upper East Side voice you're using though when you say sometimes? <laughs> I'll be you don't drink anymore? Sure. Do you have any in the cup there? Yeah, I'm good. What does he sip I'm like good a for woman? A toast. What does he sip? I need another cup though. This is burned through this one. That's because you're not drinking fast enough. Yeah, you gotta drink. Oh, here. 
I got a cup with a little ice on. Now you can have a little thing on the rocks, like a classy guy. Like, like, like a gentleman. Chelsea. Like, like, like a gentleman. <laughs> Thank you yeah. so much for teaching me how to be classy. <laughs> you know what? Maybe Julie should get a, a picture of you guys kissing, a Twitter picture. All right. Oh, yeah. Right. The, the drunken Twitter boys. Get real close together over there. Okay. okay nice. Wait, wait, hold on, right? Yeah. But we have to get. Yes. <laughs> what? All right, he's drooling. Let's just dove into this. But what, let me get some parameters here. How long? I mean, we're not tongue kissing, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, we are. What's this regular nice kiss? Oh no! Oh god! Did you get the pic? Let me see the pic. <laughs> we're trying to make oh, Julie yeah, feel closer. better. He's really, he's really close. Yeah, I know. I can't look either. Right. Get closer. Now, now, move your camera right up on him. I prom yeah. I will do this. I will. I promise this. Fez has his tongue out. I'm gonna have my tongue out. Our tongues will touch. If you can't get the fucking photo, <laughs> then you can't get the photo. Boy, right, this Dave's difficult. This Dave is difficult to work with. Uh, I can't. Oh. All right, let me see. Ew, they're touching. <laughs> I don't know why you two can't move your your head sideways. My fucking thing is so disgusting. All right, go ahead. Like, we gotta move that. What was Put the problem? Up. No, no, no. It's perfect. Send that to your Twitter <laughs> under. What was the problem? He wants another one. I'll just put it under. Um, they're fat. They're fags. They're fantastic. <laughs> Let people enjoy that. I have them. a wife. Huh? Two of the three. Why things, are you thinking that before you touch tongues? <laughs> two of the three things you said were accurate. I yeah. will she be jealous? And I am fantastic. And I'll get two or two friends to retweet that picture. <laughs> oh, she might get jealous, Fez. Anyway, if Ryan B comes to uh, the special delivery on Saturday, mm -hmm. I have a, a movie for you. What's that? Mr. Giant Depp and Mr. Justin Bateman, star in Public Enemies. Yeah, I've seen it. Oh, okay. But not Justin Bateman. Who's Justin Bateman? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> You're going Bateman. It's Christian Bale. But B Bateman was the character that he played in American Psycho. <laughs> and then Justin Bateman. Oh, my God. <laughs> Justin Bateman. Well, Justin Bateman and Justin Bateman from Arrested Development. Yeah. His name's not Justin. Wow, that's a... Wow. My brain doesn't work properly. <laughs> But he's gone from Justine Bateman. Oh, okay. So he went from Bateman because that was the last name of the guy in American Psycho. <laughs> well, Justin Bateman. Bateman's his, her, her brother, right? The guy who's no. in Arrested Development. What's his name? Jason. Yeah, he's oh. Jason. She's Justine. Holy fuck. Yeah. But anyway, bring it in with you. I'll watch it at home. But I did see. Did you see it yet? Uh, no, I haven't. Mm. All right. Do you want... Um, it's complicated? Yeah, Definitely. I'm gonna have to watch it tomorrow first. All right, bring that with you. <laughs> wait, wait. So you want that, and you want, but you've seen up in the air, right? Yeah, I've seen up in the air. All right, so that's the only one I have. That I'm you watching Lonely seen. Bones tonight and bringing that back to you. But I mean, it you is amazing. It's complicated. You, you don't have to give it. Um, but the thing about it is, thank God that the writers' fucking strike is over because that's the only reason why they weren't sending the uh, the uh, screeners. Right. I've gotten like eight fucking screeners in two weeks. Yeah, you're doing great. I feel like it's a personal accomplishment. Maybe I should. Do you think I should forward him to Chiasano? No, he can't do anything for you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Your time with Chiasano was over. I could spin some, you know, Alicia Keys and Christina Aguilera if they want. Hmm. Um, how come our friends haven't come in here? I, I remember there being an announcement. Now where are they? 
I think Mary left offended. And who else is here? Who's all here? Hippo Juice, Marie. Oh, Hippo Juice has been in before. Hippo Juice has been in here. He does a fantastic podcast. And of yeah. course, he does the podcast with Marie, mm -hmm. not Mary. Yeah. Marie. Of course I remember these guys. But don't you live in Florida or something? Mm -hmm. Are you back up again? Yes. We came up from Fort Lauderdale to, uh, to visit and to see New York at Christmas time, which you've never done. Well, there's nothing like it, is there? You just sit right where you are, darling. I own. I work in radio. I don't even need to see everybody. <laughs> All right. I work like a bat. I can just feel things move. We should turn off the lights. All right, turn off the lights. <laughs> we'll bat this thing. Oh wow! Look at that. Well, this is really sweet, huh? Um, Fezzi, what is? What do you got over there? Well, I got a Justice League of America, the world's greatest heroes. It's What's happened to him? Was that your fucking own pancreas in your mouth? <laughs> it's Justice League of America, issue 12. Um, Take a drink. And Take it, a it, drink, because you're, you're sounding rough. Oh, uh, this was the old stuff from my neighborhood, Tillamore Dew. Oh, wow, look at this. Have you had Tillamore Dew before? Yes, I love it. It's on par with Jameson. Now, it's such a beautiful thing to look at, isn't it? Yeah. The bile itself is like, you think like a little pirate ship would be built inside of it. That's pirate ship bottle that to me. That is pirate ship bottle. You know what that smells like to me? And I'm not even kidding you, my youth. It smells like every every man I've ever known in my whole life. Smells <laughs> just like this. My youth smells like grilled cheese. I, I just, actually, I, I, had I different experience. This makes me miss my grandfather, my Uncle Bill. <laughs> Come here. It's Come like, here. Cool. <laughs> Get over here. That and a long pump mall just burning all the way down. <laughs> There's going to be some changes, kid. <laughs> Those guys, you'd be, like, you'd be like Gate, and they go like this. You drive stick? And you're like, no, I'm eight years old. And they're going like, all right, it's going to be a weird ride home then. <laughs> There's going to be some changes, sounds a little. <laughs> they would always let on that there was something I didn't know. Those fucking guys. Something coming over the sounds horizon. Like little, yeah, but impending doom is what it sounds like. I was like seven once, and my grandfather actually said this to me. What have you heard? <laughs> <laughs> he just wanted to know what was going on. Did you speak to him first when he said that, or no? No, no, he just came in. <laughs> Ryan, I want to talk to you. What have you heard? <laughs> what have you heard? <laughs> what do you know? <laughs> um, here is, oh, it's my buddy, uh, Mike and Philly. Mike, you're my fest. Hey, hey, Ronnie B. I am so excited you're going to be there. First, Mike, Saturday night. Yeah, uh, take it over to the Sam and Dave show. What time we start? What time? The show wait. starts at nine. Here's what I want to do: get everybody in by eight. Ronnie, I'm gonna have a pre uh, meeting. By eight. No, we're not gonna. Do Who's that. on the board tonight? On that night, it's gonna be uh, Chris Stanley's coming back. Now you're gonna stay there till midnight too. Yeah, I'll be there till midnight. Yeah. All right, now, how are we gonna be, Fez? You're gonna be at your party at ten. Yeah, I'm gonna be at the Gordon Rogue party yeah. with G at ten. Have E Rock to alleviate because you know Chris. With now, I've what also he's been all, I've also been offered to go on the Fred Brooklyn party. He's offered me to uh, go on the air with him that night and do it on mass. Well, we yeah, we from F H Riley's. Uh, Opie uh, said that the brothers are offering me a tasters menu. Okay. At F H Riley's. Did you not hear the the toast to to Walnut and to Broad Street? Yeah, but I want you to understand something. 
there is all, only one five-star restaurant on all of Long Island. Right. They've offered me a taster's menu. Okay. Here's, Here, what, here's where we stand with the night on Saturday night. You got the the mm-hmm. F.H. Riley's, mm-hmm. Laura Palooza, named after Newsday Laura, who put everything together. That's at F.H. Riley's, New York Avenue in Huntington, New York, on Long Island. You got the Rogue Party I'm going to. That starts at 10 at the Crow's Nest on 2nd Avenue in Manhattan between 93rd and 94th Street. Then the Net Party at the Yard. That's at 55 West 21st Street between 5th and Broadway in that's Manhattan. way down there. Yeah, that's downtown. Well, so, I mean, it's not that far. I mean, you know, you work on 49th Street. We're going to be working t- t- on 49th, 48th Street. It's 25th and what? It's 5th and Broadway. Fifth and Broadway? Yeah, That's impossible. the yard. <laughs> Not Fifth, Fifth and Street. <laughs> Fifth and Broadway. Oh, 21st Street, between what are you, Fifth and what Broadway. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I've started partying early. <laughs> when have you started? Partying early. <laughs> it's 21st Street, between Fifth and Broadway. Is that where we are now? No. No, we're, we're, we're on 49th and Avenue of the Americas. That's what Sixth Avenue. That's all the Americas, is North, that, Central, is that and what South. Sixth Avenue is called. Yeah, I never call it that. Ne- neither do I, Ronnie. Well, it's too long to write on an envelope. Hey, hey, well, Mr. I, B. I don't write anything on envelopes. M- Mr. Email. B. Yes, sir. I don't call Avenue of the Americas that either. I call it Sixth Avenue, so we have something common. <laughs> all right, what do you want to do when I when I do your show this week? Um. All right, I'm going to ask. Uh, I thought what we could do is you could come in. Shoot the shit, you know. All right. By the way, um, and then maybe w- if you would like a seven-man thing, where I go, Ryan B, Florida, New York. All right, come on over here, Faye. You're gonna Washington name states. Look at the picture. <laughs> this is the picture of you and Dave touching tongues. Oh right. And I don't mind that so much, but look what she wrote, Fuzzy. What did she write? I want you to read the, what she wrote. They're fat. They're fags. They're fantastic. Oh, that's wrong. <laughs> Again, Brazilian Julie. Two of those three's accurate with me. I am no fagula. <laughs> but I you am are fag. far from fantastic, <laughs> my friend. <laughs> but my Christmas oh, fucking... Here's died. some bad news. His first day, uh, Death Metal Mo has been very uh, kind of quiet out there. I, I thought so, Ronnie. I thought so. I didn't want to say I told you so, Ronnie, mm-hmm. because I didn't tell you so. <laughs> Probably a good reason not I'm to. I'm actually just, you know, fabricating this entire discussion, but I then didn't I, think I he was going to be very also good. Also, understand a Big A has a picture of him and Brazilian Julie, which he's Twittered. Mm-hmm. Where's Big A at? Is he hiding? He he He, he disappeared for a second, but now I'm, this guy's telling me he's outside. He's bringing him in now. He had to piss he's outside where? Out front? <laughs> the studio. Oh, Big A! Big A, making the scene. Big A. Big A, tough to find. Big A, Bermuda Triangle. (laughs) Radio characters, Big A. That doesn't even mean anything. Um, (laughs) Hi, Ron. Hi, Dave. Oh, hi, Fez. Oh, hi, Big A. Uh, Big A, yes. a quick question. As you know, yes, Saturday man. night is the, all the Christmas balls. Um, <laughs> which ball will you be attending? Oh, it's out. 
Oh, of course, um, F.H. Riley's. Oh, that's, all, that's where all the cool kids hang out. Oh, Long Island Zone, a big A. Oh, <laughs> Mr. Local, big A. Halfway to the Hamptons, a big A. Oh, does he know Billy Joe, big A? <laughs> Um, so that's, that's the only party you'll be going to, F.H. Riley's. Probably. I've been offered food. a taster's menu there, big guy, and if that happens, if I get out there for that, mm -hmm. please sit at my table with me and enjoy. Definitely. I, I would Definitely. like to really get out and enjoy myself, because normally I don't have the time to enjoy F.H. Riley's, because people are, you know, oh, they get drunk on the nights that I go out there. They talked, yes, Dave. I am looking at Dave also. And don't forget Fez, too. Big A. He's been known to drink a bit. Yeah. Hey, what's up with you, Big A? Um, nothing much. Yeah. Um, Fez, your hair looks like um, shit farts. Ah! <laughs> it's true. It's true, Big A. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't spend a holiday with you, Big A. Oh, do you usually in Florida anyway? Whoa! Whoa! Yes, that's Big A on the warpath. Big A, <laughs> Big A, the roast master general, a Big A. Oh, Big A, he missed. Uh... And also, doesn't hit across his bridges? Big A points out phobias. A big A. Big A knows everything about fish. Wikipedia. Big A. Yeah, I would hate having to cross the gap in those words of the sentence. What? Huh? What? I've been what? drinking. Why don't you have what? a nice shot? What happened? Why don't you and Dave have a shot, Fuzz? All right. <laughs> we'll do it. Oh, uh, Fuzz, you look. I'm fatter and faggier than ever. <laughs> big A. Dropping truth bombs. Big A. <laughs> Politically incorrect, Big A. Hey, Dave. Yeah. Do me a favor. Right. Could we just have one toast to Rittenhouse Square? I mean, Rittenhouse never... Square? Yeah. Let's do this, Fez. Fez, this is the explanation talking. That <laughs> <laughs> was Dave. Rittenhouse Square. Rittenhouse Square. Philadelphia, baby. Philadelphia. Bucks County! It's not Bucks County. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Bucks County. Oh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Dave. Is the right. problem they get a little toast to South Street? God damn it. How do they miss South Street? Where do, where do all the hippies meet? How do they miss South Street? South Street. No, not like that. <laughs> <laughs> South Street. South Street. Street. Yeah. Okay. Let's go to Toast Fest. Alrighty. Motherfuckers. <laughs> you people, no offense. This is the explanation talking. No, it's not. It's Dave. The explanation <laughs> says North Street. It's kind of for fags. South Street's Why where it's Why am I at. toasting to this? <laughs> South Street says! South Street! South Street! <laughs> so Big A is doing uh, Lollapalooza. You know, Fred Brooklyn's going to be podcasting that night, too, Big A. So really? It should be a lot of fun. It should be a blast. Yeah. Your script's here. <laughs> <laughs> if you want it. <laughs> you don't have to do anything. I always say do that one, though. <laughs> Why? What's on your mind, big guy? I'm waiting. <laughs> uh, is that a, a beard 
Or comes. <laughs> a what? Or a comes. A what? A thing. A, a, a comes stain or a beard. <laughs> a comes stain or a beard? Yeah. A comes stain. Yeah. A big A. I'm shocked because I didn't see it coming. <laughs> Look at what Julie's laughing. Big A. Why is she so drunk? Big A works on an Excel channel. Big A. Oh, big A. Well, right. Yes, sir. Feds assume Julie's drunk. Right. So yeah. then who's drunker than uh, me or uh, Fez? Yeah, Fez is. Okay. Yeah, because you caught him. Right. Yeah. Made a mistake. I walked right into your I'm trap. I'm a drunken detective. Mm -hmm. I won. <laughs> Yeah. Hey. And I brought up every imaginary street in Philadelphia. <laughs> we did, they're not imaginary, they're real. Let's do this. Can we get a picture of Dave wearing your wig? <laughs> All right, as, as long as everyone else turns around so they don't see me without it. Well, you get under the console. Okay. Yeah. Oh, no. I'm down here. It won't be the first time. <laughs> <laughs> I gave Alright, uh, there's Fez up. Oh, did you hear? The ancient mariner is here. <laughs> there's Trust been whales spotted off in Nantucket. Trust the Gordons, fishermen. Alright, uh, we do need a... Alright, Dave, get over there and put on your hat. I don't want anyone to see me bald. You've never been bald. Oh! <laughs> Here, first you have to smell it. Oh, oh God, oh scalp stink. All right, <laughs> <laughs> put it on. No, that really didn't smell good. <laughs> 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 that really does not smell good. That's a challenge. All right. It's on backwards. <laughs> Wait. All right, another forward shot. Oh. Yeah, turn it around. I don't yeah. know what it looks like. Don't let's do it. <laughs> Hello. I'm sorry. <laughs> bam, bam, Twitter. Bam, bam. <laughs> he looks like an awful monkey. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's an insult on my wig or a day east side Dave. I think it's a shot against black people. <laughs> I meant monkey. You know what? <laughs> monkey. Why don't we play this sad song and let Fezzi try to tell us what he wants out of the future. And be serious here, Fez. When you think about this song... What are you looking for? Not really looking for much. Just one person that's my own. Just one person that I'm there for and they're there for me. And one person that I don't have to share with anyone else. You're too busy sharing people now? Well, I don't have anyone right now that's just mine exclusively. Just one person to call all my own. It's quite the selfish view of love. This is really a thing I'm not to share. You think that person's out there? I hope that person's out there. And of age? 
Yes. <laughs> I think it's some tight, bald fifth grader who doesn't know the nightmare that's off the coast right now. You better hurry. That big guy's trying to beat your Twitter. He's getting his own pictures of Fe of Dave. He won't. Julie's fun's better. Life is precious. Just someone to share special moments with. Inside jokes, maybe. Like what? Just something that maybe me and that person find funny. The thing is, and I've known you for a long time, you're just not funny. That's going to hurt. This isn't helping the search any. Let's drink and think about it. Fez is someone. Let's hope Fez is someone is out there. Fucking Walnut. The Fez and Walnut. Billy. <laughs> I don't live on Walnut. There's a lot of them there, though, Fez, if you want to go to Philly. It's a very friendly city. City of brotherly love. Nudge, nudge. Fucking fuck. Is it out there for you, Fez? I think it's out there. Every night do you think about this? Yeah, every single night. Sitting home alone. I think about it. What's your prayer? What is your prayer? To just please God. Point me in the right direction. So that either I can find that person or that person can find me. Sad. You don't want to end up like that, do you, Julie? No. Pathetic, drunk, smelly wig, <laughs> idiot friends that don't really give a shit about you. Wait a minute! You think your pain is something to just stretch a breakout on? Damn it. I don't want that. Julie? I don't want that. No, you don't want that don't for want yourself. That. You're Speak gonna do better. You're a bad person, huh? What is it, Big A? Oh, uh, uh, You make rock hazy. Look straight. Rock hazy? Hazy. Hazy. Rock Hazy. Rock Hazy could be your online name. <laughs> How many people do you think are getting a Rock Hazy Twitter name right now as we speak? <laughs> They're running for it. They're competing. <laughs> Shit happens. I'll tell you one thing though, it doesn't that? happen. What? That Rocky statue. But is it? That, that, huh? I, I said Rocky. I said Rocky statue. Yeah. Let me invert the last two Ro syllables of each Rocky word. Rocky statue. That Rocky statue. Yeah. That doesn't go anywhere in Philadelphia. No. Well. So I'm gonna cheers to Fez. <laughs> I feel bad that Hippo Juice and Mary have to see this. Marie. Marie. Wow. Oh, Marie. Marie. Oh, I was it. You know, you know what I, that? I'm gonna blame Hicks. Yes. I, I didn't say it on the air. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> and 
I want to take back my Rocky statue thing. And this is for Hippo Ma Marie. Take it back. Hippo Marie. <laughs> Rocky Juice. Big Julie. And Brazilian A. <laughs> <laughs> Good it's, people. It's Friday. <laughs> Let's get salty. <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe we do need a little rock in here for the boys. <laughs> I thought there was going to be a song after that. <laughs> what? You know what I think you guys would love to hear right now? A little cheap trick. I'd love it. Bring what? a little fucking cheap trick, surrender. Yeah. Oh, you, yes. You and fucking Fez just rocking it hard. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Fucking love that song. Fez? Yes? Love that song? I'm not sure I'm familiar with it. Daddy's alright! Alright, um, remember the girl that you went to high school with that uh, married Robin Zander? Oh yeah, Pam Stein. Well, this is her husband's song. Mommy's alright, Daddy's alright, they just seem a little weird. Surrender, surrender, but don't give yourself away. Hey, hey. Careful jumping around with that stent. <laughs> I have two. <laughs> Money, money, Boston's. He actually didn't sing. He it's just made the dancing. Best job of job is this. You go ahead and enjoy yourself, poop deck, Pappy. People. They're fucking cameraing us instead of just being friends. Oh no, they were doing a camera thing, like Oh, I got it. What is it? Cigarette lighter! Woo! Whatever, I have the cigarette lighter. Which is a real indictment. In fact, I'm doing it right now. You know what we're in the mood for? I think it's some cowbell. Baby Mac never plays the cowbell. Oh, I don't. Maybe we're thinking a little Mississippi Queen. Okay. Perhaps the greatest cowbell song of I'd all time. I'd love to do that. Yep. Ow! Rolling numbers, rock and rolling, got my Kiss record sound. Daddy's alright, mommy's alright, it just seem a little weird. Surrender, surrender. Look, how old he is he? Pogos. I haven't even seen that since 77. Oh, 
You loving it, Big A? Oh, yeah, of course. Is this kicking off the F.H. Riley's party early enough for you? Definitely. Dave, more cowbell. Just like Leslie West. This went all the way back down south. Fezzy, where are you from, Fezzy? I'm from uh, St. Petersburg, Florida. St. Petersburg, Florida. Never heard of it. Florida, home of Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Who never danced like that in my years. No shot. No shot to the boys.
Roger McGuinn albums at home? Quick search, search, hurry up and search and give something out today. Uh, here's the question. Look it up online real quick and give us a call at 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. This is the comic book villain that first appeared in Detective Comics number 58 in 1941. Search, search, hurry up and search. What year was Jerry Mathers born? Search, search, hurry up and search! How many stripes are on the Harlem Globetrotters' shorts? Search, search, hurry up and search! What's the annual rainfall in Cairo? Search, search, hurry up and search! It's everyone's favorite game show! Hurry up and so uh what is the prize we got the about fuzzy this is the new forza motorsport 3 it is turn 10's latest racing epic game exclusively made for xbox 360 it's the best driving game of this generation what's the name of it again it's forza motorsports 3 all right, the big question. What is the comic book villain that first appeared in Detective Comics number 58 in 1941? And then, uh, Davey Mac, I think we're going to do some stones from his Brazilian Julie. Okay. And it's got to be rocking stones. <laughs> what are you in the mood for? Oh, Jesus Christ. Because I'm thinking we we're, we got to be able to go honky-tonk woman, a brown sugar, you something. Want big time. I mean, you don't something want that, a monkey man. Well, what we can, what I want is the girls to be ready to dance. <laughs> the girls sugar. Have, not Brown just, sugar. Yeah, Brown we're sugar. just not going to be guys dancing to this one. When you're talking about girls dancing, yeah. Okay, girls love the brown sugar. Uh, period. Period. And apparently, she did too. Uh, Kevin in Virginia, you're on Run of Fez. Yeah, how you doing? Is yeah. Uh, sir, first of all, you don't guess at this game. You have to... Search! Search! Hurry up and search! 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 Hurry up and search! 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 It's what comic book villain first appeared... It's the villain that first appeared. Detective Comics number 58 in 1941 when Fez was in the seventh grade. Oh, my. <laughs> Not that old. Uh, here's Mark. Mark, you're on the Ron of Fez show. Hey, what's up, buddy? Was it uh, the penguin? Was it the penguin? The penguin is absolutely correct. Only right. one, Fuzzy. Congratulations, buddy. Hold on the line. You're picking up the Forza Motorsport 3. It's Turn 10's latest racing game exclusively designed for the Xbox 360. It's been called the best driving game of this generation. Blows everything else off the track. Forza Motorsport 3. Congratulations. You know what's really funny is that wig got your own hair down nice, where it's finally manageable. I know. I have a very curly head. All right, can I, can I hear Hey, can I get a, a, a shot going for the stones? Absolutely, Ronnie. For the stones. stones. Give uh, Ronnie a, a shot. <laughs> All right, bring it up. Here they come. 
No, you have to go home to your family now. No, please. No. <laughs> Can we just do like oh, three damn. hours real quick? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's oh, it for that us. Sucks, assholes. Thank everybody, Fez. 
Thank you, everyone, for being here. Brazilian Julie, Big A, thank you for being here. Hippo Juice, thanks for coming by. Uh, of course, with the lovely Marie. Bringing Mary. In. What? Mary. <laughs> thank you so much for being here. Appreciate it. Check out this Sunday night at 9 o'clock. It's the Sleeves Christmas Special, starting at 9 p.m. in the East, right before Ron Bennington interviews. Oh, that should be fantastic. I'll be listening Saturday night. Special delivery with maybe special guest Ron Bankton. I got pretzel rods in my mouth. With uh, maybe special guest Ron Bankton, is that going to happen? Or Call not? the staff. I want everybody to show up here at six. I'm going to go over a couple things. <laughs> I, we don't have a staff. I want my it's show to kick Sam. ass. It's me and Sam. That's it. There's that's the staff. Perfect. It's the two guys in the microphone. Then you better get here at five. <laughs> it's our show. It's our show. It's a very bare bones type deal. All I gotta do is come in with a bottle and you'll give it to me. Uh, <laughs> right about that. All right, take the show. Hex, <laughs> you got anything you need to plug? Just, just listen to sleeves on Sunday at 9 p.m. That's all I fucking asked you. That's all I fucking asked you. Brazilian Julie, you were lovely to have in here today. Thank you, I'm glad we made you your whole life okay again. <laughs> And everything is perfect. And Big A, anything you need to say before we go? Says, he come lately on Walnut Head. It's wrong. FH Riley, Saturday night. Fuck yeah. Also, Crow's Nest, Saturday nights. And the yard. The yard Saturday night. Three competing parties. <laughs> because the listeners hate each other. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the end of my show. Oh. <laughs>